everybody, I'm Brad Ellis. Welcome to Frame Trap, our bi-weekly in-depth dis- discussion gaming podcast. You were just chugging water. That was sick. Uh, joining me this week is Daniel Bloodworth. Yo. And Michael Huber. Oh. Definitely he's not back quite yet. We'll probably have him back next episode. Yeah, he's in a couple streams from Texas, though. Yes. So there's like a good, like... Yeah. Hour and a half of Texas chatter on those uh, last couple That's Damiani right. streams if you want to get an update. If need, yeah, if you need that Damiani fix. Yeah. Uh, we got some cool stuff to talk about today, but before we get into it, please check us out on patreon.com slash easy allies. That is primarily how we are supported and mean a lot to us if you headed on over there and checked it out. Also, please, if you're watching this video on YouTube, give us a little like, a little like a Rooney. You can ring that bell if you want updates from everything else we do, and leave a comment, you know, good vibes. And if you're listening to it on whatever podcast service, please leave us a nice review if you enjoyed the show. Okay. Michael. Yo. We went to BlizzCon. Yes. Last, yeah. On Friday. BlizzCon. It had been a while. A couple years since BlizzCon. Like I sent all the emails. Blood sent all the emails. We got in there. Uh, it felt nice to be back. Yeah. You and me were at the opening ceremony. Absolutely. Very, good vibes. Very good vibes. Very yeah. hype. Yes. Yeah. Very hype. Particularly because of Chris Metzen for oh, me. Oh, Chris Metzen. The legend. My man. But um, let's just kind of talk about Huber, what they announced all of there. Yeah. We'll just start with um, Overwatch. I think that was the first thing they talked about. Yeah. Mostly what I remember from Overwatch was this new hero. Yeah. Uh, his name is uh, Mauga, I think yeah. you say his name. He's a Samoan character. Mm. Tank character. So, <laughs> Huberbait, uh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> we got to play one this game. Is, this is my character. Yeah, we got to play one game the entire time. Yeah. Because so, the press room for everyone, like, no, none of the press were in there for some yeah, reason. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, it was weird. Very poorly. Press rooms are kind of like that. Mm, I've been to a yeah, fair I've amount been of to BlizzCon cons. press rooms, and like this was weird. Blow. Yeah, okay, okay. it was not fully planned. Well, uh, there was technical issues. Technical also. issues. No one was really there. No one was there, so we couldn't play a lot of stuff. Like I wish they had some devs up there, or like anyone yeah. for that matter. Like yeah. there was just like no There's one. There's one poor PR guy. He's yeah. just like I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that poor yeah. guy. But he tried his best to help us, which was nice. Yeah, because every game you would need like ten bodies. To yeah, play. eight or ten bodies. Right. Just so. like Overwatch. Like we had played Overwatch with six people yeah. and it wasn't even like a real match yeah. everyone was just messing around <laughs> shooting each other yeah but Huber did get to use this hero yeah what do you think of this guy Mike? I really like him uh, he's 100% my style I'm a Reinhardt well I was you a Reinhardt Reinhard main, main. Uh, I love tanks I love aggression yes Um. so it is 100% like immediately one of my favorite characters to play in this game big old tank he has a charge Uh. where you know you you run forward and then you do a big stomp and it like pops everybody yeah. into the air Which and then he has fun. two mini guns your left mini gun applies like burn damage basically oh. and then when they're burned your right mini gun deals bonus damage yeah you can fire both at the same time but the, the accuracy gets like way off yeah the accuracy close to do yeah. it yeah yeah accuracy goes insane and then my other favorite thing when i'm not tanking or charging in like galahad is healing and mm-hmm. he also has a heal Oh, he had a heal? I don't remember. He has a heal. Cool. Uh, and then his ultimate is, like, AoE, chains pop out, mm-hmm. and it and then you have unlimited ammo, and everyone is stuck to the chain. Yeah. They can't go anywhere. Can't go nowhere. So it's like, 
everything about this character. Like Dead by Daylight or something. Yeah, yeah. everything <laughs> about this character is my favorite shit. Yeah, so he seemed really cool. Yeah. I did like him. Like he would immediately be one of my mains in my rotation, no question. Yeah. If I still play if he if he comes back, yeah, 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 it'll be interesting to check out Overwatch two someday again because yeah. I have not played in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> before we get into other stuff, there. Yeah. Sadly, though. Mm-hmm. You're very you're bummed out about this. Overwatch? No, there was like zero Starcraft. Oh, it was oh. a slap it was in like the face. They, I don't think they even said Starcraft. No, only Phil Spencer did. And when he talked about it, he said how it revolutionized live service games. Like that's your <laughs> fucking takeaway oh, no, from Starcraft. Like it wasn't in the opening montage. Nobody said it. It was not in the opening montage. No, you're right. At least just acknowledge it. Please, like I just felt really. It exists. Yeah, I, I there's just, many people that like StarCraft. Yeah, so I just felt, I felt disrespected. Yeah, you were slighted. Honestly, you I were felt, slighted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, you're, dude, that Phil Spencer saying live service about StarCraft yeah. is because that's gonna be the future of it when it whenever it comes back. But yeah. it is funny that that is the takeaway from it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty disappointed there. <laughs> I mean, I know this is like old rumor stuff, but do you think we ever would see like a world of StarCraft kind of thing? Maybe, blood. I don't know. Like, instead of like trying to like make a sequel to WoW, mm-hmm. maybe just like leave WoW where it's at and like the sequel to WoW is based StarCraft. on StarCraft. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, because StarCraft it's like, I mean, they could just make up a bunch of stuff, who knows, because when I think of StarCraft, I think of Protoss, Zerg, and Terran, it's like, RTS. you know, how are you going to play as like a, a Zerg or something like that, you know? It's like a yeah. player. Yeah, I guess you could do Protoss and Terran, but I don't know. They could just make something up. Who knows? Who yeah. cares? Uh, I don't know, Blood. That's a great question. I feel like if they do a new MMO, it'll be WoW 2 or something completely new. Like mm-hmm. how, what, Overwatch Project Titan, be, yeah. yeah, what turned into Overwatch. Yeah. But uh, as far as the Overwatch presentation, Brad, it was uh, exactly what I expected. Yeah. New hero. New hero. New mode sounds cool. Um, yeah. You know, you capture points. It's basically tug of war. Yeah. Capturing a point. Everyone fights for that point, and you, you know, mm-hmm. go forward or backwards. Yeah, and they uh, showed um, Hanamura, the maps coming back. One of the old... Yeah. It's been gone for a long time because of that mode or whatever, that mm-hmm. uh, 2CP, but yeah, that's like a classic map everyone remembers. You know? Yeah. Like, I remember that from the beta. It was a cool map. But, yeah. So I'm happy to see it coming back, but yeah, it's fine. Overwatch 2 is fine, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if it's like... I don't know. Just after the whole like campaign got dropped, and you know we're we're getting deep now into Overwatch two. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think fine is enough. No, it's you not. Know? Yeah. yeah, it's so, not. Like, it's exactly what I expected though. But I I also was hoping there would be more there. Yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah, uh, and we also got Diablo four. Some info about Diablo four. Yeah, new expansion coming out. Which was like the Vessel of Hatred. Yeah. So it's like uh, one thing is. It's in the jungle zone, I think, from D2. I don't remember what it's called, but... Same, it's been a while. It's uh, all that stuff, and there's also a brand new class that's not been in past Diablo games. Yeah. Which is cool. Very I'm cool. down with that. Everyone yeah. was thinking Paladin. Paladin would have been sick, though. Yeah. Love Paladin, but it's all right. I was willing to see what they're going to do. Yeah. What did you think about this? You played Diablo 4. Quite a bit. You liked Diablo 4. You had a yeah. good time. I had a really good time with Diablo. Um, I know there are some issues, but uh, Season 2, unfortunately, I haven't had time to hop in. Yeah. Season 2 addressed a shit ton of complaints. Um, 
This was also weird though, Brad, because all of this news about like 40% faster leveling and quality of life changes, they were like announcing on the stage. And it's like, yo, you guys released that info like already. Mm, so right. it was like, they were like regurgitating a lot of info. They're going to do that because, yeah. you know, they have so many eyes on them now. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, People don't catch every blog post. Exactly. Um, this, this I was happy with because Diablo 4 just came out. So mm -hmm. I was not expecting really anything yeah and the fact that they announced the expansion already for next the end of next year yeah that was even more than i was expecting so i think their whole thing as a company now is they're gonna do expansions yearly now yeah with all their games yep and we'll get into that more as we continue on this but yeah probably less patches just going throughout there just more it's gonna be like destiny you know yeah. how they do that yearly usually like that so <laughs> it doesn't sound great but i guess we'll see how it turns out yeah. Because, you know, these are going to be like 50 bucks at least. They're going to do early access three days early, pay 100 bucks for everything probably. Just the way it is. Yeah. Just the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> so we got some of that. Then we got to like a big Warcraft block. Lots yeah. of stuff with Warcraft going on there. We got uh, Hearthstone's new expansion, Showdown in the Badlands. What did you think about this? Okay. <laughs> Since day one. Game trailer's game of the year, Hearthstone. Since day one, 2014. Yes, I wanted duos. Okay, I play StarCraft duos, trios. I play Fortnite duos, trios. That is my vibe. Rarely do I fuck around one v oneing in games. Right? You did I, a lot of Hearthstone. That's I did. All there was exactly. I did. Played so much Hearthstone mm -hmm. reviews, but co-op is what I wanted the most for. Ever. Yeah. So I'm so glad they're finally doing it. The only problem I had with it is that it's in Battlegrounds only. There's no, like, ladders or just ranked co-op play. Mm -hmm. It's a Battleground mode. Mode. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised that they just evolve that as yes, things go on. I hope. Because, like, even with Magic the Gathering, I grew up playing mm -hmm. Towers or Castle or whatever you call it, where it's, like, you know, three on three one person is like the leader and you have to like attack the side yeah. characters before you attack them. Yeah. Like always looking to play co-op. Uh, yeah. I think it's really cool. It, like that would yeah. get me more willing to play Hearthstone. Yeah. I played a little bit of Hearthstone, but I'm not like super huge into car games, but playing with a friend always adds mm -hmm. a nice little enjoyment level. Totally. And just, you know, another option, you know, yeah. when you don't want to get sweaty and yeah, grind the ladders. Time. Exactly. Yeah. You just want to have a good time. You're not um, trying to hit legend. Exactly. Shout out to Ben Moore trying to hit legend. All the <laughs> yes. <time ago. laughs> yes. Um, they are getting smart with these come back to us please packs basically yeah these are actually really enticing i think if you haven't yes, been playing absolutely because hearthstone is damn expensive if you want to play legit yeah, dude virtual tcg you know Woo. the legend you know you it all hinges on like having those legendary cards 1600 dust you have to disenchant like so many damn cards to get those and so many decks are built on one or even like three, two, three, four, five legendary cards. And those are what you need. So it can get pretty brutal to get back in mm -hmm. and confusing if you haven't played in a while. Yes. So this was a really nice gesture. Yeah. It's like they're doing like the thing with 50 cards or something like that. Yeah. It's like you open a pack, you get like 50 cards yeah, just to help you catch up and stuff. Yeah. So I assume if you have in Hearthstone now, you're just, you're going to get it shit ton of cards which is really cool i mean i i hopped in the other day to oh. just like see what's going on what was going on 
because I wanted to, I was going to stream it because it just gave me 150 packs. Wow. I have 150 packs right now for some reason. Dude, I don't know why. Cracking I haven't packs. played. I haven't played Hearthstone in like five years. years. Yeah, years. Maybe not five years. Maybe like three or four years. But, but it's a while. while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. So I have like, and now with these like come back to us please packs. Mm-hmm. I probably have like one million cards to open, and I just want to like crack them all on stream. I think that'd be fun, dude. That would be really fun. <laughs> it like it makes me want to play because, yeah. as much as I don't play that game, I think it is such a enjoyable game. Yeah, especially to watch people play. It's so fun, and that soundtrack is so damn good. Mm-hmm. That Hearthstone soundtrack is fantastic, mm-hmm. man. God, they're so good. Yeah, it's so good. Cozy. Uh, also, Warcraft Rumble. Mobile game. We're gonna get into this more later because Huber's been playing a lot. I've played a little bit of it. Well, we'll talk more about it as we go. Huber's addicted. I'm addicted. Yeah, I was bad. playing. I was playing while I was eating. Like, dude. Yeah, this is like Hearthstone all over again for Huber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goaty, dude. Yeah. I remember you guys making fun of this game when it was announced. I, not me. I was <laughs> the least skeptical about it. Okay. I was like, let's give it a chance. But I remember yeah. Ben and Huber very much was like, mm-hmm. against it. Because that was mobile, like, you know, yeah. and state of blizzard. Yeah, it was it was dark. Yeah. It was dark times. Dark times. Dark times. I mean, they're not out of the darkness yet. Yeah. But it's looking a, a little more positive, I guess. Yeah. I we hope, you know? Yeah. yeah. We hope they're um Mike Yabara, I think, recently, who is the president of Blizzard, had an interview where he's saying like they have more independence than they've had in a very long time mm-hmm. under Microsoft. I'm like, good. Yeah. Right. Good. Because like it. they've definitely been under Activision's thumb for a long time, so yeah. Hopefully we can see an upswing coming from them. We, everyone wants to root for Blizzard. Yeah. Everyone wants them to succeed. Pillar like those, you know, Starcraft, gaming pillar. Diablo Warcraft. Yeah. Pillars. Pillars. Just things we love. Please. Thank you. Pillars. Uh let's move on to World of Warcraft now. So then they yeah. did World of Warcraft Classic still going to close. More They're, streams to come. Holy shit. Yeah. They <laughs> announced um Cataclysm. Love Cataclysm. Because, uh, you know, Wrath of the Lich King is going on right now. Cataclysm is yeah. the next step. For Classic. For Classic. Yeah. That feels like kind of the end to me for Classic. Mm-hmm. Cataclysm is like the last. I, I That I, feels I, like WoW 1.0 kind of ending. Right. Yeah. Because what's after that? Like the Mist of Pandaria. Pandaria. Yeah. yeah. Cataclysm was the last time I got so yeah. hardcore with WoW. Like yeah. that was my me run. Me too. I mean, I and feel then like... Mist came and it was like, okay, I'll play like each expansion for a couple months, maybe, and dip yeah. out. And then <laughs> yeah, I completely played... fell off on Shadowlands. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's coming. Cool. Whatever. I'm not going to play that, but great for people that want to yeah. do it. Uh, so I'm of course, all about that yeah, of course. Uh, class, the the big thing in WoW nowadays is classic hardcore. It's Everyone's playing classic hardcore. So it's so popular. Fun, dude. Even Huber played it. It is so fun because it is the best. It like, like playing WoW classic is one thing, but like, the the thing that got away from WoW over the years was just how. Not mindless it became, but just how, like, efficient, like, you know, do this, cue this, go, 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 go. And just, like, disconnected from the world it started to feel. Mm -hmm. Hardcore, you are so invested in the immediate action. Like, every single mob is life or death, Mm -hmm. and that is what I love. Mm -hmm. The highest possible stakes. You better hope you don't get disconnected, Mm -hmm. because that can easily happen, you'll die. Definitely. Or get layered to another realm with a bunch of mobs, and you'll just die. (laughs) Gotta be careful. Yeah. That's the way it is, man. It's awesome. (laughs) It's awesome. Uh, Probably what 
most people or a lot of big audience was excited for was the season of discovery announced for classic this is like a new thing it's a really cool idea it's like people have been rumor and speculating about this thing called classic plus which would be classic wow like vanilla wow with new content and this kind of seems like a twist on that so they're talking about specifically like classes like a warlock who is a damage class like only being able to tank or something yeah. like that or a mage who is only a damage class being able to heal like a really weird twist on these classes mm-hmm. giving you different um, ways to play I yeah. guess and, and just giving me that Diablo yeah. seasonal vibe you know yes so they're saying it's like 1 to 25 right now level 25 then later on it'll keep going up the level so it is going to be like it's staggered cool. release kind of thing like that but it sounds it's very cool to me because it just sounds like they're experimenting with stuff and kind of seeing where it's going to go. Totally. And I'd rather them do stuff like that than nothing. Yeah. Uh, There's also going to be like a... um, So Black Fathom Deep is a dungeon original Vanilla WoW. They're going to make that like a 10-man raid, which used to be just like five people, but they're going to like... 10-man raid with like new mechanics and stuff like that. So cool. Pretty cool. Pretty interesting. So I'm really curious to see how all that kind of evolves. Yeah. I'm very curious about it. Yeah. I want to play more hardcore. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's like... It gives me survival horror vibes, you know? Yeah. And that's why I always play on hard, especially in survival horror games, you know, grounded on Last of Us, crank it the hell up, because everything just matters more. Yeah. You kill a mob, you get a new piece of gear, you're like, oh, new piece, like, okay, better armor, let's go. Like, gold matters more. Mm -hmm. Every single thing you do matters more, Mm -hmm. and I love that feeling. Yeah. I do, too. Um... I think if I got to, like, f- level 40, because, dude, it takes so long to level so long. And I died, I'd just be like, all right, I'm probably good. Oh, yeah. yeah. One and done, yeah. yeah. One and done, yeah. for sure. You got one life to live. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I just probably be and like, then yeah, tap I'm, out. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have... There's, um, you can also, I think there's, like, fl- you can, like, flag for PvP. Yeah. And I think if you, like retreat or something or like yeah you get the debuff you so. get the debuff for three in-game days yeah, you, you, yeah. it's like you have to play and it's like hours. it's like 20 percent damage reduction for yeah. you so it's like you don't want to run away <laughs> it's so awesome that's like a huge penalty and i yeah. think that's awesome it should be a huge penalty So awesome. because blood in this mode you can duel to the death with duel other players duel to the players. death <laughs> duel, to the duel to the death Stranglethorn Veil, dude. Yeah. See you in the arena. See the Gurubashi Arena. Well, you don't, yes. have to, you don't have to accept duels there. You just step in there and it's yeah. game on. Dude, that in Classic Hardcore is probably so sick. Yeah. I bet people are just camping out there. Oh, rogues, I'm sure. Just, rogues just in like the stands. They're like four rogues. Just, <laughs> yeah. I bet it's brutal. Then good old Chris Metzen came out. He's back at Blizzard, dude. Hi. He's like in charge of World of Warcraft now. Feels good. You know, Chris Metzen. Comforting presence. Comforting presence. Been working Harken on, to me. Been working on <laughs> WoW since like the very beginning. Huge part of it. Feels good to have him back in there, especially because the story in WoW has been kind of a mess for a while. Especially mm. like Shadowlands. <laughs> it yeah. was like... Sylvanas uh, like burning shit down was the last time. Well, the Jailer was just like the terrible. Oh my god. It was not good. I, like, I finished Shadowlands, like, the story. Nah. No, bro. No, that's not no, it. I scrubbed that's not it. it. And, like, retconning Warcraft 3 story, it's like, nah, dude, this no. ain't it. No. This ain't it, dude. No, You're not it. doing it right. Yeah. They, like, try to make a Thanos character, and it's just like, eh, So stupid. Nah. It's always that, dude. We're talking about fucking sagas again. Like, I'm sorry, you know, Warcraft lore lovers, but, like, I am so... I told Brad at the end, I'm like, yo, not to be a pessimist, but I am so sick and tired 
of ancient evils returning to destroy the world. How many times have we done this? Like, I'm done with it. It means nothing. There are no stakes. The world is gonna end, this ancient evil is here. I don't care, personally. What do you want him to do? Experiment, try to mix it up, make it personal. That's why that Sylvana shit was sick because it was about like her and like her, she's Horde, but like the Horde was kind of against mm. her. It felt personal, it mm. felt intimate. It was like Horde and Alliance shit, like burning the world tree. Like yeah, well, that stuff is cool. More of that, please. I was pleased with the cinematic mm. because it was intimate, mm-hmm. but when they announced these expansions you're about to talk about, I just, I was, I'm very skeptical about it because it is, again, just more ancient evil has returned mm-hmm. to destroy Azeroth, mm-hmm. and I'm just so checked out of it. So, I would like a smaller threat, please. <laughs> so, um, like you were talking about, they announced not one expansion, they announced three expansions for World of Warcraft. Pretty Wild. unusual. Wild. Uh, this is in the um, the World Soul Saga. Chris <laughs> Betson was talking about, like, yo, we gotta wrap these stories up, because, like, we don't want you playing when you're, like, you need your grandkids to help you finish, like, the story and stuff like that. It's like, we gotta go, we gotta move with purpose kind of thing. Yeah. And Which that was great, me, that was That pleasing. made me very happy, because there's been a lot of loose ends. Like, that sword has been stuck in Sithless for, like, multiple expansions and they just haven't talked about it everyone's like what's happening so it seems like things they're starting to move some stories along that they needed to move along for a very long time so that's good Metzen gives me hope yeah Metzen definitely gives me hope the first expansion is called The War Within and it's like taking place in the planet itself of Azeroth and they're talking about the Nerubians like those bugs that me and Mike really like if you played Warcraft you know we're talking about they're awesome dude Nerubian assassin yeah then um the second expansion is called Midnight, which will be about the Void, which has been a threat in WoW forever. Then the third one is called The Last Titan. So this is a storyline they were teasing and stuff a lot of times, like Battle mm-hmm. for Azeroth. So we're going to finally close this saga off, so I'm very happy about that. Like, yeah. please, just wrap this up kind of wrap thing like up. that. Uh, I'm assuming these expansions are going to be once a year kind of thing like that. That's what it feels like yeah. to me now also. It just totally. seems to be the play for them. Like 24, 25, 26, or like 24, 25, 27 even. Yeah, yeah. sure. I can see I that. Like see three that. or four years yeah. to get everything done. Yeah. That seems to be the idea. They're talking about like the next 10 or 20 years of Warcraft. And I was, or wow, I was like, dude, please, just make a new one. Please, dude, I'm begging <laughs> no, you. Just I'm make begging. a new game. Yeah. Please, dude. It's 20 years old almost. It is 20 years old. Like, yeah, but that was like a. Those were kind of like the big moments of it, mm-hmm. but it was a pretty good BlizzCon, you know. Pretty exciting, especially yeah. the WoW. I think the WoW stuff was pretty strong, like very yeah. strong, I should say. Three expansions, Metzen. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty. That was pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. New season for hardcore, like yeah, some pretty exciting stuff for sure. I so. give that a thumbs up, no doubt. Yeah. And Diablo, I give. I don't give a. I don't. I, Diablo, I give a thumbs up too, because mm-hmm. like yo, this game just came out. Yeah. Uh, Overwatch, I give a thumbs down, even though that hero is mm-hmm. a 10 out of 10, like, mm-hmm. immediately one of my mains if I ever hop back in, yeah. but I just feel like they've really fumbled the bag with Overwatch. I know it's still big on Twitch and stuff, yeah. and, like, it's still a big, popular, money-making game, mm-hmm. but I feel like they... They definitely did mess stuff up. Yeah. I they know like, they did. Everyone knows they did. Yeah. I feel it's like just they could the way be it doing is. more, and especially at mm-hmm. BlizzCon... Yeah, I, I just felt I felt like there needed to be just a little more. There. Yeah, hopefully now that they're under Microsoft's umbrella, you know, or whatever. Hopefully they'll 
be able to improve things yeah. quicker and better, hopefully. So Yeah, and I really feel like Overwatch could really use like that League of Legends treatment where they like have all these little spin-off games and, and shows and stuff right. happening. Yeah, you're, blood, all their games could use that stuff. Yeah. But you're they're so all their right. games. But Overwatch, I think, in particular. Yeah. Right? They, yeah. yeah, they miss the boat so hard on so you much make of that so stuff. So many different style games yep. off of those characters. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Could. Like there's been so many video game adaptations lately. Like animes, movies, whatever, shows. Where's the Overwatch show? Like, day one when that got announced, it was like, yo, can't wait for the movie soon. Yeah. That was yeah. so yeah. long yeah. ago. That's what it felt like, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully they'll do something. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be certainly better than the Halo TV show than they bring that back. So. <laughs> you got something here, Microsoft. Don't mess it up, dude. Yeah. You got it. Just put the right people behind it, please. Yeah. Make it happen. Uh, Karch wrote in, said, on a scale of 1 to 10, how hot is Anduin now? Um, sorry, we don't praise the Alliance at this office. <laughs> Fuck Alliance. Yeah, we Scum. are a horde bias uh, company. Yeah. Alliance Little are trash. Tar. Yeah, Alliance are trash. Yeah, Alliance sorry. is trash. Huber, he's, you wanted smaller stakes. My, do, we, do we get this guy uh, uh, getting guilty for tax evasion or something? <laughs> Anduin? Anduin. Yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah. That's, that's the whole Send expansion. him to therapy, dude. It's like, my dislikes in the world is like Houston Astros... The Alliance. Alliance. <laughs> Everything else. That is, that's really intense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stand Alliance. Uh, but yeah, they, everyone looked cool in that season show. They all looked cool. Yeah. It looked sure. really nice. Thrall looked pretty tight. <laughs> they just sure. need to get out there and start fucking shit up, dude. Yeah. I'm worried, Brad. I, I, I feel like we missed the window on it. I don't think it's ever going to happen now. I always envisioned. I always envisioned WoW is ending. One big horde versus alliance battle to the death. Oh, to, like one faction's dead forever? Maybe not dead forever, but like one massive end all uh, be all battle between just horde nah. versus alliance. Warcraft, they're always. I mean, Battle for Azeroth was like horde yeah. versus alliance for a lot of it. It's just like this damn uneasy alliance. We need It'll to team be. up to fight yeah, the ancient yeah, yeah. evil every time. Yeah, well, when you have an MMO where. Players, you know, are on two different factions and yeah. stuff. You gotta like think about that. Yeah, like balancing wise and having people let letting people play with their friends is like yeah. a hard thing to do, especially with that. But yep. yeah, keep it alive in the story and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also adding a new battleground. They talked about wow, so I'm very happy about that. Oh, I love battlegrounds. Battle oh, battlegrounds, dude. Lumber mill. Let's go right now. Yeah, let's go rush lumber mill. Yep. Always get wiped. Every time, every time, every time, dude, we get wiped, wiped out, wiped out, dude. (laughs) All the alliance goes there every time, dude. Uh, But yeah, BlizzCon was cool. It was fun to go. Nice to see everything like that. Oh, we walked the show floor for a little bit. The uh, the the Diablo area, dude. The there was like a photo op blood where you can get where like you're oh. getting sacrificed yeah. by yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Oh, I want to do it, dude," but yeah. there's like a huge line. There's a huge line for it, but it's yeah. like sacrificial altar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's like people in robes behind it. Yeah, it was yeah. super intense, dude. Yeah, people were getting to Diablo tattoos. Yeah, that was unhinged, yeah. dude. You gotta stop. 
trying to get people to get tattoos at your convention, dude. Yeah. Just stop. That is, man. No. It is so intense. <laughs> yeah. That is like the most intense. They should do they <laughs> brand should do the, loyalty. No, no, but but do the just they just step down. Just do the henna tattoos. Yes. Something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like paint someone's face. Like I don't yeah. care. Yeah. But like a tattoo yeah. of like the Diablo D. It's like so unhinged, and unnecessary, dude. You don't need to do that to people. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine, everybody. Yeah, blood. You're so right. I would do like face paint and shit. I would do that for sure. If like I would wait in line. Yeah. Like paint my face like Diablo or some shit. Yeah. You know, you gotta get a tattoo, yeah. a permanent thing on your body forever. Yeah, no. I thanks. mean, I guess if you're into getting a Diablo tattoo already, sure, I guess. Yeah. It just seemed really unhinged. Yeah. Walking the floor just like tattoo yeah, this. <laughs> just like, good lord, dude. Yeah. Uh the wow area was pretty cool too. They're very comfy. There was like uh the Hearthstone area in there too. Yep. Looked like the, the tavern. tavern. Yeah, yeah, tavern was cozy. Mm. They had the Dark Moon Fair, like they Yeah, the Dark Moon Fair was cool. There's too many lines, so we didn't do anything. Yep. But it looked cool. Looked very nice. Starcraft was nowhere. No Starcraft, no presence whatsoever. Mm. I didn't see one Terran, one Zerg, one Protoss anywhere. Bums me out. Bums you out, bums me out, bums the boomers out, everybody. It's not good. Please bring it back someday. It's just sad because, like, the cynic in me is just like, there's not enough money in it, so they're not going to do it. And that is a shitty thing. Yes. That is a shitty thing. No no longer is it about passion. It is about the money. And, like, obviously, every single time people bring... Games are about money. It's a business. Blah, 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 blah. Like, sure, but... The, the lack of like you know bad, like battle passes and live service and all that and and the fact that RTS maybe isn't as popular as shooters or battle royales is just like it, it bums me out. It bums me out. Yeah, I mean of course you know RTSs are awesome. They that was like the esport back in the day for so long. Uh, well, Microsoft or Xbox makes Age of Empires games still, so yeah, maybe yeah, maybe. It, they could maybe do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be a live service game, no doubt. Especially Phil, Sen- Phil Spencer essentially just sealed that deal when he said that. So we're going to battle pass. That's just the way multiplayer games work But it's work interesting now. because with Age yeah. of Empires, they went through and like did all the, the, old ones, the cleanup, right? Yeah. The, yeah. The rematch. So I think they could start there. Like, all right, let's see what we can do to sort of modernize these things but preserve them they did the, first the way one. people want them. Yeah. yeah, they did the first remaster, which was awesome. It's fine. Yeah. And there's... Two didn't get any because they're still kind of new, I guess. They're pretty old now, but, you know, probably didn't need it as bad. Mm -hmm. But uh, (laughs) Warcraft Reforged could use that again. Touch that up a little (laughs) bit more, you know? know. Should fix that game. Yeah, that's insane. It's probably better now, but, like, you know, it's Warcraft 3. You got to make that thing shine. It's It's Warcraft 3, for God's sakes. Yeah, it just... Bums me out. <laughs> We're bumming you, Rock. Yeah, Huge it just bums me out because it's about like keeping the lights on and the money coming in instead of making new ones. Like, well, now they got Xbox money. Yeah, that's like right. infinite money. Because I think of games too, like on the on the flip side with Ubisoft, with like For Honor and stuff, and just like let's just make this game go forever. And I don't like that mentality. I don't like that business model. Like, it's just more of a risk. Yeah, to make a new game, you know, well, of course, because it'll. Like GTA no Online, doubt. just yeah. keep it going. Yeah. I mean, like League so of Legends long. is still going, and like so yeah. strong. League of Legends. Like, on one hand, I see why they don't, because it makes sense financially, and they can just yeah. keep adding onto games now and updating them visually and stuff like that. But yeah. it, this, well, a sequel to, is always more exciting. Yeah, I feel like there has to be a point, though. There has to be like sure, a, like Warcraft Three was twenty plus 
years ago. That is that is mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. Like if you told me that would be the last Warcraft RTS for over two decades, I'd be like, no, no way, you're a liar. Like at the glory days when we were like, oh, dude, wow, a couple expansions, maybe after Lich King, you do Warcraft four. Then WoW 2, it's like, yeah, we wish. We're, we, wish. we still have WoW 1, we wish, and yeah. we still have Warcraft 3. That is insane yeah, to me. it is pretty insane. <laughs> but that's just the reality, I guess. Yep. It is what it is, yeah. man. I don't know what's wild is I remember my, my roommates coming home with Warcraft 3. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. So wild. Getting so into that, and like I had no idea what's going on back Dude, then. Dude, me and this guy... In high school, going to freaking cyber cafes to play Warcraft Three. <laughs> That's how long ago that yeah, was. I didn't have a computer. Yeah. That's well, our our house like was you know basically pre Wi Fi. Mm-hmm. So for Slanning. like for that and for like Halo, we just have like these gigantic blue cables. Yes, like, Bloodworth. Yeah. Through the hallways and like out the windows, to, like Dude. go from upstairs to downstairs and mm. stuff. Yes. <laughs> that is so awesome. We just did what we could back then. Yeah. That's all we could do. Bringing computers to houses yeah. and stuff. Dude, what oh. a pain in the ass. But cool yeah. when it was set up, but what a pain in the ass. We did that with Diablo 2 a bunch of times. Yeah. We would bring our computers to Vin's house. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I remember you brought your computer to my house a couple times for a while. Because mm-hmm. like you and me and my brother would play. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. So sick. Uh, here, I don't know how you're going to feel about this next topic. I'm not sure. So we're going to dig into this right now. Okay. You played through the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 campaign. Yes, controversial right now. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about this, yeah, Huber. His stream is titled, Is It Bad? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair question. Full on. It's a fair Just question, Huber. Pro YouTuber title right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. Thumbnail, yeah, YouTube thumbnail right there. Yeah. Is it bad? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> um... I always, you know, there's always new viewers, so I always got to say at the top, I've played Call of Duty since day one on PC, the, the Call of Duty one on PC, played through just about every single campaign. Yeah, which one have you not played? Three? I think, or, I no, think I played three, three. Okay. three on 360, yeah. Uh, there is like a GameCube one I think I didn't play. Okay. Yeah. Um, but pretty much every single one. Yes. Like 98% of every all the Call of Duty campaigns I've finished. Um, and I really enjoy them. They are, it's like going to see a Transformers movie in the movie theater. Yeah. You know? Spectacle. Big spectacle. Money. Yeah. Goes down easy. Just Mm -hmm. blast, blast, blast. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So my expectations are always right where they need to be. My expectations were a little higher for this one because it's Modern Warfare 3 now. I really enjoyed Modern Warfare 1 and 2 remakes a lot. And... They've, like, mixed up the story a bit. So this one was the introduction of Makarov, which is, like, the villain. Great villain in this game. Definitely the highlight. He had a presence. He was dangerous. He just stole every scene he was in. Um, But, yeah, Modern Warfare 3 is getting ripped to shreds out there. (laughs) Yeah. And my takeaway was that it was fine fine i was fine with it it started slow but then there were some missions that were like pretty legit and i was trying to explain it on stream too about just how much baggage there is with it you know Mm. how you judge the game like there are a million ways 
to critique this game and and I don't I don't know which way is the right way to mm-hmm. critique it. Okay. It's like okay, this is a $70 game. This is Modern Warfare 3. This is an annual release now. Like it's five or six, five hours long. Like how do we judge this thing? I don't know because it's like what I played that was in front of me just in a vacuum was business as usual. Mm. It was more Call okay. of Duty. Um, but it's kind of like an Avengers Assemble type one. You know, you're playing as all the characters, which which was fun too. You were really bouncing around. You were playing as Farah. You were playing as Ghost. You were playing as Soap. Um, and the structure of it is that the missions are a little more open-ended. Yeah, they were hyping this up. Which is like, they were hyping it too much. Um, mm. It's basically just like, here's the map, and your objectives are on the map. Go. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, it, but it was really getting bogged down with, like, picking up loot and shit, you know? Like, one of the first missions, you're just on, like, a shipping yard, and it was, like, really bad mission. You're just like, go plant the bombs on these three things or whatever. Go find this shipping manifest. And it's just like... You know, you're going along, and it's like, you got to get some more weapons, and you're just, like, going in and, like, picking up loot, and it's like, do I, I don't even just... Oh, yeah, because this, this is the one they were talking about. They put the kill streak stuff in the campaign, right? Yeah, and all that stuff really bogged it down. Mm. It really fucked up the pace. It's like, the very first mission is really linear, you know? It's just like... Is that the one they showed at, like, the preview yeah, thing? Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, yeah, yeah. And that was the most, like, linear like mission. The, they come in from the sub and all yeah, that? Yeah, and it was really cool. Um... You know, your first mission, I guess a little bit of spoilers. First mission, though, you're busting Makarov out of, like, the gulag or whatever. And, and yeah, that mission was cool. It was, like, high stakes. But then it kind of dipped down a bit. But then later I got to a mission where it's, like, I'm Price, and I'm in just this valley, you know, and it's beautiful because these games always look really gorgeous. Um, you know, and, and there's, like, shades of all gillied up. You know, you're crawling through the long grass, and it was just business as usual, Brad. Like one of there was one really really cool mission where you get to play as Ghost, uh, and you're on a you're on a dam, and it's a night mission, and, and it's stealthy, and you know just same as every other thing, you gotta like disarm a couple bombs. But just the structure, the layout of the mission was really good. There's like snipers, there's vehicles kind of patrolling, so that one worked really real well. There's a high rise level where you have to like get to the top, mm. cool. like the raid vibes. Cool. And it's like, yeah, you're like going out windows and like climbing these rafters and then going back inside and like shooting a bunch of people. So like some of the mission missions were cool because the layout had a lot to do with it. That shitty shipping container one was bad because it's just like, Mm -hmm. here's your little square map and like some containers everywhere. Boring, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but there were also some really good ones. There's also some very, very hard core missions when we started i was like there's no way they're gonna do no russian right there are two insane missions that were very uncomfortable to play and i like that shit but also like they had nothing to say about it Mm. which is annoying you know like these missions are hardcore and it's shocking and it's crazy to play it's like holy fuck you know, there's one on an airplane. There's one at a stadium where constantly civilians are running out and you have to like 
you know, you're not just spraying. It's like, pick your shots. It's really crazy. I was like, I'm super uncomfortable here. But it doesn't say anything. And I wish, I, there was one point on stream where I was like, yo, I wish we could just like have a mission where we're just like shooting the shit and like having a drink at a bar and like, you know, I wish there were character building missions. Mm. You know, when characters die, you don't feel anything because every mission is just like, Raj, go, good to go. Enemies, enemy spotted, enemy down. Shiver has a Raj counter. Yeah, on the screen, it was by like way. 30 times almost. <laughs> but it's like, you can't. You can't have meaningful character emotions, you know, they're just so, they're arch every, every single character is an archetype. There are no characters, they're just archetypes. And like, Makarov was cool, cool. Makarov was interesting and, and engaging because he's just like the archetype charismatic villain. But it's like, I don't really know your, your true, like, why you want to do this. Like, I wish... It's at a point now where I wish Call of Duty would really shake it up and try to go into more character building stuff. I think that would go a long way into making everything you do in the game more meaningful from characters, from like civilians and stuff dying. Like you you are at the top of the video game world, you know? You are the highest selling game of all time. Everyone plays your game like it it's you you should do more. It's like you you have a responsibility if if this is your subject matter to maybe make it matter more. Mm -hmm. so, well, and you're saying it's like five hours. -ish. Yeah, I played on hardened. There's also veteran. Sure, but if you play on regular, but you're also but at the same time you're saying that like you bounce around playing as all these different characters. Yeah. And so I, I can see that alone making it kind of hard to get attached to. It's like exactly. who is this guy again? Kinda, yeah, kind of thing. A hundred percent. Yeah, there's like one. Like, Farah is, like, the only one who, like, kind of has some emotions because in Modern Warfare 1 or 2, you, like, play as her as a kid and stuff. So her character is really the only, like, heart of the game, and then everyone else is just, like, terrorist bad. Let's go stop them. Let's go save everybody. Blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, that's fine. But then it, then it goes back to, like, how are we judging this game? It is an entertainment product. Like... Is that just Call of Duty going through shooting everyone? Bang, bang, bang! It's over. Like there are so there's so much baggage. But there's so many ways to, for it to grow or for for it to be judged. I mean, yeah, but um, like you're like you're saying though, like in the marketing, yeah, they were you know looking to give people more depth. You know, yeah, reinventing the franchise. It's yeah. like it's so it's not not at all. Yeah, it, it was 100 business as usual. Yeah, it's not quite good enough to yeah. say all of that and then be like, okay, well. It doesn't really feel like you did anything out of the ordinary. Nope. Yeah. Not at all. Twiddlesticks wrote in, Sup, allies? So I am sure many many are aware of the critical or current critical reception of Modern Warfare 3's campaign. Just looking at Huber's expressions during his stream of the campaign, I can already hear Jones narrating his deep disappointment. <laughs> when we see evidence of bugs that show that, uh, when we see evidence of bugs that show that was supposed to be DLC, such as trophies linked with Modern Warfare 2 yeah. and the acquired in Modern Warfare 2 disc to play, while we have yet to see if the multiplayer is any good, I just can't help but feel that should have skipped this year and stuck with what it was supposed to be. Oh, so DLC. the multiplayer is not available yet? No. No, oh, this okay. is a campaign. Coming up. Come on. I yeah. genuinely think, or genuinely think, their current operations of multiple studios working on this game, 
the next games, and Warzone support is unsustainable if the output continues to diminish like this. Yeah. Phil has got to do something. Huber, Brad, Blood, what say you? Yeah, I would like them to do more. Um, yeah, especially after this one. I, I think we deserve more for this. You know, you have an annual release. It's a $70 game. And... There, there is a hardcore contingent of fans who love Call of Duty campaigns. You know, a lot of people don't engage with it, but a lot of people do. And I lament that, like, or I don't like that, like, Battlefield doesn't have them all the time. You know, right. I like campaigns in these games. I think it's a night, like, you, you look at the whole package, right? You look at, you buy Call of Duty, and it's like, okay, I get a campaign, I get multiplayer, I get zombies, Warzone's free, but like, throw that in there too. And it's like, there's so many ways to play, right. and I love that the campaign is like you can you don't have to play with other people. You can just like play this campaign and build out the world and get a sense of the vibes of the multiplayer. It's like who these people are, where are you, what's going on. So it just adds to it a little bit. But you know, there was a time when these campaigns were revolutionary. You know, aiming down the sights in Call of Duty One was like holy shit. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Some of these, the, yeah. the production values was enough to carry it to that yeah. next level, you Absolutely. know? It's like the MCU of old when you would go and the special effects would be like, whoa, you know, Iron Man, whoa, crazy. And when that dips and becomes like less than good, that's a huge, mm -hmm. that's a huge blow to the, the yeah. whole, yeah, that's mm -hmm. a huge blow to it. Yeah, uh, I would say in terms of the output of this series going on the future, um, the most I could see for Call of Duty taking a break is a year, maybe. Mm -hmm. That's about it. Yeah. Because when Black Ops 4 didn't have the campaign, I was bummed. Yeah. I was bummed uh, oh, yeah. out. They had like the little character missions you could do, but it wasn't really anything. Mm -hmm. That bummed me out. It felt yeah. like I was getting way less mm -hmm. from Call of Duty that yeah. year. Like, <laughs> Call of Duty is like the number one selling game every year. Yep. They are going to keep these games coming out no matter what as long as they can because it makes them a ton of money. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. Yep. You don't see Madden stopping. You don't see any of those sports games stopping even if they're terrible. Mm -hmm. They just keep coming, baby. Yep. They just keep coming. I think if it was DLC that would have been interesting. Yeah. But, you know, you're going to lose a lot of money. And Call of Duty is a money-making machine. They got to keep that machine going. Yeah. Like the machine's not going to stop because they bought this. It's such a bummer. Yeah. It's not. I, 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 I am curious though if they're, especially with the success of Warzone, like, and and the fact that it's more and more feels like there's like three, four separate products, like you're saying. Yeah. Like I wonder if yeah there is some kind of path to where it's like, yeah, your your multiplayer zombies Warzone are separate from a campaign that comes out every two or three years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many people just buy the campaign, though, by itself. I, I feel like the campaign is just everyone's warm-up. Warm yeah. yeah. It usually like, is. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, here, it's like your midnight launch. It yeah. Here, yeah. Here it is. Midnight launch, play through mm -hmm. the campaign, cool, whatever. All right. See you guys in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you're not going to be able to sell that for $70, just that campaign, yeah. you know? See, right. I just don't like the state of so many things in the world right now and it's like we deserve better with this they, they, you know they've they've become 
complacent and they've become, like you were saying, the money-making machine. It doesn't stop. It prints money. Like, the passion is gone. It's just this fucking McDonald's factory. <laughs> Here you yeah. go. Here's your cheeseburger and fries every single time. And it's like, no, please no. That's what Call of Duty is. Call of Duty's been that forever. Or a very long time, you know? That's just the way it is, man. Who knows? Things could change. I don't know. I don't see it stopping, though, anytime soon. Yeah. Like, think about when Modern Warfare came out. That campaign was just insane. Yeah. Call of Duty 1, Call of Duty 2, Modern Warfare 1, Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops campaign. It's just... Dude, when you have yearly releases, though, it's just like... You can't pump them out with high quality all the time. Yeah. They have so many people working on Call of Duty, too. And I just wish they wouldn't, you know? I know. Me, too. I wish they would take uh, at like, least well, a gonna, year off. Like, yeah. a straight year. Not DLC, just nothing for yeah. a year. I would love that. Same. But... Like, that's actually a kind of... I don't ever praise GTA Online, but it's, like, kind of nice that... GTA can like make their money with their online mm-hmm. while they take 10 plus years to make potentially one of the greatest games ever made like maybe it's a bit long you know five years for Red Dead five six more years for GTA but like look at that quality like going for that quality not cranking them out so maybe yeah if they just keep working on multiplayer working on Warzone and like every couple years we get that campaign I think that would be the way to do it yeah. for sure yeah. Bloodworth I like but it yeah like Blood was saying Call of Duty is a very strange thing where it's like four different products all yeah. in one like if you play Call of Duty every now and then mm-hmm. it's like a hell of a value usually you know yeah. you get so much game in there so I totally get it yeah but if you're if you're a yearly person like Mike dude it's hard not to get burnt out yep Thankfully, I have no desire to play Call of Duty. It feels good, man. The only time I played Call of Duty was when I reviewed them for work, and that was about it. It's like I love it on its own, and I love the zeitgeist. Yeah, I totally understand. Every that. single time that shit comes out, it just feels. I'm cool with being on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't need to be a part of every zeitgeist. I'm yeah. staying out of this one. You guys have fun. It helps the grumble plays. Yeah, that absolutely <laughs> nice, does help. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Call of Duty, very strange, very disappointing to hear that the the mission structure is not very exciting. Yeah. Uh, multiple routes or whatever. Couple good missions though. That sounded like very that sounded like the most exciting thing to me, but yeah. you're still just running and gunning. Yeah, like, it's just it, that's just Call of Duty, you know. Yeah. It's just it is what it is. It's Call of Duty. I wish it was more linear and focused. Yeah. You know, I I didn't think I don't think the experiment paid off. Yeah. When we did that ghost mission, also the fact that I streamed it with chat probably made me like enjoy it more like if i was playing this just oh, on my yeah, own yeah. i'd probably be even more like harsher on it because like you you're just, playing in a vacuum you get to share your thoughts while you're going yeah yeah yeah, yeah if you're just playing by yourself i would the, probably yeah. be really bummed yeah. out but yeah there were like uh that ghost mission and the high-rise mission it, it was like yo this feels like the concept of the game it feels like yo this is what they wanted yeah, throughout just didn't come through and it didn't come through on yeah. on a lot of those missions yeah and i think your expectations were probably set already kind of you're like yeah. expecting something not great sure you see that four out of ten come yeah. out yeah and it's perception like, and expectations are very strange yep but yeah call of duty what are you gonna do keeps making money people enjoy it though no problem keep playing it if you enjoy it please play <laughs> All right, let's play something. Let's talk about something completely different, dude. <laughs> Alan Wake Two. I finished this like a night or two ago. Huber, you finished it very or a while ago. Blood, mm-hmm. you've been playing through this slowly. I've not necessarily have been playing through slowly. It's just that I kind of like got sidetracked on the other stuff that I was playing for this. <laughs> That's so. what I meant, though. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm like I'm not that far in. Yeah, but 
um, yeah, when I get back to it, I don't think it'll be necessarily that slow. But Blood, yeah. how are you feeling about it right now? From oh, it's, this, is, this is my favorite kind of, yeah, crazy nonsense. Yeah, of like, what sure. the heck is going on? Yeah. Your whole head twisting around. Yeah. All the stuff. I think... Um, the live yeah. action bits in there. Yeah. Like, really... All that <laughs> is done super well. Remedy is... Very, I will really enjoy their storytelling, mm-hmm. how they handle it. Like, they are such a narrative focused studio, and I'm glad they continued that trend. I got some problems with this game, we'll talk about them later. Mm-mm. But what do you think, Huber? How did you, how are you feeling about it? Obviously, you said this was your favorite game of the year. Yep, favorite I can see it. Like, when people say that, I can, be like, yeah, I totally yeah. get that. Uh, it feels familiar yet wholly original. Yeah, you I know? can see that. Yeah. Because it plays way different than the first game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way different. Um, it is... Uh, the First up, just like, it's my favorite vibe, you know? Dark woods, yeah, shadow let's, let's monsters. Let's check the boxes real quick. Survival horror, check. Check. Dark woods, yeah. check. Check. Punished Alan Wake. Check. Yeah. <laughs> Shotguns. Yeah. Check. Yeah. Multiple shotguns, check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Sam Lake in Sam the flesh. Lake. Check. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so it is just yeah. It is all of my favorite things. Yeah. Because I love I love movies and and shows as much as I love video games, and mm-hmm. it really feels like oh such yeah, a cool they've, yeah it's, combination of two. Yeah, they did such a good job of tying all that stuff in. Yeah, they've learned a lot from Quantum Break and stuff, dude. Yeah, like integrating live action into the, it's done so much better in this yes. game. Yeah. Like, Quantum Break, like, bored me to tears during those live-action segments. <laughs> they were so rough. But they are so rough, but they were done so well here. Like, those yeah. TV ads, man, of the two brothers, I just love those. They're so good. They don't drag Vikings. on too long, which right. I really like all the time, too. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of documents again, though. A lot of documents. Um, yeah. But way less than Control. Yes, Control was way like less. insane. Like Control had walking room. There was like here's ten pages. Yeah, they're all like four paragraphs. Way less. Um, but this game feels so special. Yeah, it does absolutely. Um, and yeah, I just love I love the combat. You know, I love how intimate it feels. How impactful. Each encounter feels. I love the the board that you put the the clues on. At first, I was like, "Oh, this is weird. You're just kind of throwing things up." But then, as the game goes on, it's like, "Yo, this is like pulling me into the game more." It's like this simple thing of just like pushing a couple buttons to put it on the board. Like, cool, whatever. Like gameplay wise, not interesting. But like narratively, immersively, it. Pulled me in in a way I wasn't expecting. Mm. I, I definitely feel like they do it a little bit too much, though. Like, I didn't need all the collectibles to have their little board paths. Like, there's definitely mysteries. But I love the context there's of all that. There's definitely mysteries and stuff there that yeah. it's cool to, like, you know, think about. Dude, but, like, the actual rhymes? act of, like, taking out, like, every photo of every <laughs> lunchbox is, like... I don't know. Yeah, Hubert, you know what it felt like to me? I felt like I was cleaning my house or something at some parts. Because I, I would look at my case thing, and there'd be like seven tabs with stuff. And I was like, yeah. okay, and I look at how many cards. I'm like, oh, God, dude. I got to like. Yeah. 
Sure, sure. Okay, the next one. The Colt stashes. All right, maybe a few too many Colt stashes, dude. It gets you know, pretty, pretty a lot. crazy later on. But I, really, I like the the concept of it and the immersive element of it. I think yeah. that's really cool. Like the nursery rhymes. Yeah, the lore. nursery rhymes are. Great. I like those. Yeah, those yeah. are fun. Yeah, absolutely. And like all the context. Of I that. just think they get carried away with the board sometimes. Yeah, where okay. I'm just like, because I don't, I don't even do mind having yeah. the stashes and the and the lunch boxes and stuff. But it's just like, <laughs> again, it's like, what am I actually getting out of? Putting yeah. those on the board yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and just the, like, this is my favorite shit ever. It makes me emotional. Just like the narrative themes of this game. Yeah. Like the For way, sure. not gonna get into any spoilers, but like, when this ends, I was just like, that is that is my favorite type of story. Like <laughs> the way it was told, how it gets there, and where it lands. Like that is, that is it. I you mm. know at like. I just felt seen, you know, going through some hard shit in my life for the last couple of years, and it was just like, yo, mm-hmm. this Very is nice. like speaking to this you. This is speaking yeah. to me so hard. So I just yeah, yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, and I loved how the two playable characters worked. Yeah, you know, like gameplay wise, it was pretty similar. You know, you're still like shining lights and blasting, but being in each of their heads. Being yeah. in two different locations. Yeah. I think the two locations really helped set them apart a yes. lot. Because they were so different from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing with combat, though, I want to talk about is... I think shooting guys feels really good and all that stuff, though. Yeah. There is not enough enemy variety in this game, though. Sure. Mm. There's, like, barely any enemy types. I agree. Some of the encounters are just... Whatever. They're not very special. Or There's, like, a couple cool, like, mini-boss things I think that were cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need more of this through the game. Yeah. Like... I can't remember specific encounters in the game where I was like, dude, that was sick. That was yeah. really cool enemy placement. Exactly. Compa- you compare I that think, to Resident Evil 4, yeah. which has like some of the best combat scenarios in the biz, uh, or Last yeah. of Us Part 2. Yes. You know, because that is that is the category mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Alan Wake 2, Last of Us Part 2, and Last and I of think, Us, and Resident Evil. I think Alan Alan's like enemies that you fought were way less interesting than sagas and how they were handled. Mm. Cause like Alan's are like the shadow guys, but yeah. sometimes they kind of aggro you and sometimes they don't. And like, Wake, though. you shoot that's like, like that's cool, but yeah. you, you shoot them then they go away. But then some other one just comes out of nowhere. Then mm. I'm just like, why am I even fighting these guys? I'm just going to like Definitely. zip around them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think because there's, I think the pace was perfect. So that made the, that made me okay. Like, obviously, I want more enemies. I want a little more interesting encounters. But there are so many long stretches where there's just no combat. And on top of that, mm-hmm. each time yeah. there's a combat encounter, every single time, even if I have a lot of health, even if I'm flush on supplies, which I was even on I hard. I was flush with supplies. I was so flush on supplies that my inventory... This game was pretty easy on hard. Yeah. My inventory and my inventory box yeah. was entirely Stacked. full. I had so much I had to health, start discarding shit. So much ammo. But even with that, mm-hmm. every encounter was still intense. Every single time. I wasn't just like mindlessly like blast, blast, blast. I was like on edge. On edge narratively, on edge just like them coming at me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it That's interesting. Yeah. Because I did not feel that at all. Like, especially Alan's campaign. I did not mm-hmm. feel on edge. Often, yeah, when I'm fighting guys, yeah, because you had so much tools to take care of these guys, yeah, and it's like you know we've played many, maybe because we've played many survival horror games, you know, we're very accustomed to this kind of thing. Like, totally. 
Like I'm saying, some of those encounters, you know, it's just like, oh, it's one guy, just like quick flash, like pew pew pew, you're dead. Yeah. Three shots. Yeah. Very simple, very thing. Yeah. Uh, the dodge was so OP too. So OP. So OP. It's such a hard thing to master. It like, is. Get, it's get such get a right. hard thing to balance. Like, yeah. I don't think there's a problem with that. dodge everyone. I but just, it still made me so nervous because you're running through and they're chasing behind you, and it's like even that that just adrenaline rush of like dodging them. I didn't get any of that. Yeah. From this. I put yeah, I got none of that. Damn. Sadly, I never got. <laughs> I didn't get scared at all during this game too. But dude, please jump cool scares. it on the jump scares in this game. Oh, they just jump. do <laughs> so much. Tiber, you know there's one later on mm -hmm. an older character. They just do it so much in this yeah. one area. I'm like, yeah. dude, just please stop. It's yeah. just annoying, dude. <laughs> I loved it. Just like, yeah, a lot. I'm like, okay, yeah. I get it. Please stop. It's just annoying me. Yeah, I get that. But best wolves in a game of all time. Period. Hmm. Best wolves of all That's time. Pretty, yeah, the wolves are pretty cool. Ever. Best there are. There is ever. no other game with better wolves. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking insane wolves. You're telling me the every time you saw wolves, you were not panicked? No. Holy shit, dude. Every time I there was, was like, like <gasps> I don't think there was ever, there was like maybe one encounter on there where there's more than one at a time. You know, yeah. they were just like easy, dude. Dude, they freaked me out. Like they look cool, they sound they cool. They took so many shots. Yeah, well, kind of, yeah, with the took pistol, a lot I guess. Of shots. Dude, shot, they took like two shotgun blasts, then I switched to my pistol, dude, like bang, I bang. shot one in the head with a <laughs> crossbow and he's dead. Just Love the crossbow. GG'd. Yes, crossbow is good. Yeah. yeah, the weapons are cool. I like a lot of the weapons. Mm -hmm. I, we won't spoil the later ones for yeah, blood, because yeah. but like yeah, I will say, and I also loved this, uh, but it could be divisive. I loved how hands off this game was with objectives. You know, go do this. It's like sometimes I would I was just scratching my head. I was like, wait, where am I going? What am I doing? How do I do this? Oh, really? Yeah, like some of Alan Wake sections. I was just like, wait. Oh, it, what do I to need me it's just kind of like he's like, hey, I need to get here, yeah. kind of thing like that. And you can yeah. like, it shows your objectives yeah. though, like what to do. Your, I guess some of the rooms where you're like, room, some of the rooms, some, some of the, the rooms you're like, how do I do this kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. So I've sometimes I, like I was like, huh. I have talked, I have like kind of been negative about a lot of things in this game so far, and I do have gripes with it. But some of the, I really like the level design in this game, mm -hmm. especially with Alan. Like yeah. the light thing is really cool. I really like it. It was definitely very like. Jarring in a cool way exploring yeah. this city like how did I end up here? I was yeah. like it took me a minute to realize I was like I went through a room and I was just somewhere else I was like wait, wait what yeah. and I was like and I, I was got looking at the map and I was like wait hold on a second I go through there and I was like oh it's like teleporting me around I'm like oh that's cool I do like that and it was really fun to like just kind of wander the city a little bit find those words of power Love those. Yeah, just cool like that. It was yep. very nice to explore a little bit super sick. Yeah, this game also looks I, dude I played this game on PC this game looked Awesome on Insane, PC. Good lord. Insane. It was beautiful. I loved looking at this game. The atmosphere, top so tier, super immersive. Yeah, yeah, I think if you're like a person who, if you're like way more, well not way more, but if you're like a little more story focused, dude, mm -hmm. Alan Wake's gonna be like yeah. chef's kiss for you a lot. Yeah. But dude, I know I would highly recommend playing at least Alan Wake one before this game. Definitely, absolutely, hundred percent. Please play Alan Wake one before this. Yeah, or at least watch a recap video on it. Mm -hmm. I have questions for play you. The Fortnite recap. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that another time. Spoilers yeah. and stuff like that. I have questions for Heber because I don't know. Heber's the f I know my up. Alan Wake expert, so I, I go to him. There was I, I like predicted some yeah. shit. I was like, oh, I know exactly. But, um, there were some like reveals. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that from uh, yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of cool moments. I was texting Heber yeah. throughout this. I'm like, oh. Oh, that was really sick they did that. There's yeah. a lot of fun moments this game, a lot of cool locales, a lot of great 
uh, level design. Yeah. Like um, some of the saga stuff, like uh, the town, like Bright Falls and Watery, super sick. Love that you can just walk around a lot of mm-hmm. stuff, talk to people. The mayor. Find out, like, you get the vibe of these town people and all that stuff. Really Did you cool. do the mayor one? Uh, I don't know. Never mind. I don't know. Um... Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be fun to compare it to Resident Evil Four because Resident Evil Four so, like, they're so different. opposite scale of like what like survival they're like the yeah. complete opposite because Resident Evil Four to me has like the best combat yeah like without it question is the yeah, yeah yeah without question fucking some of the best combat in yeah. a third person shooter yeah. of all time remake four yeah. The replayability of Remake but 4 is like, insane. It's like, go again, go yeah, again, Yeah, exactly. Again. I think Resident Evil 4 has an insane yeah. replay, replay value. This is, like, much more story-focused. I could mm. not see myself replaying this, like, immediately. Yeah. It's, like, a totally different type of game. It's even, not what it's trying to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because this is all about the the, this is, the vibes of yeah, it all. Yeah, it's the, the vibes, the, the narrative. Yeah, of course, gameplay is important. That, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just different. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's great. Like, you know, we can't really complain about Star Wars mm-hmm. this year. We've been... Blessed with well. so many good stuff, yeah. Because yeah. even uh, Last of Us, I like like to run back more than once, and that's such a narrative focused game. But it also is like so fun to play. Well, <laughs> like, you know, when you think about Last of Us, you know, it's like you get to that encounter, and it's yeah. like a puzzle of how you want to get through that encounter. Right. Alan encounters. Wake's not necessarily like that. Yeah. Alan Wake's more like, how do I just like solve this puzzle I'm in, kind of thing yeah. like that. Not combat puzzle, just yeah. puzzle of navigating Well, like you're space. saying, like, some of the, like, more boss moments, you know, like, yeah. uh, f- like one of the first ones with Saga, yeah. like, when you're, like, getting chased and you're like, through the woods, and you're like, yeah. which way do I go right now yeah. to, to, to get away from this yeah, yeah. dude? Some of the best woods yeah. ever. Very nice so woods. So turned very around. Nice woods. Yeah, yeah, very nice woods. Really cool. I like stuff about, like, how the tide would come down, like, as you progress through the game, you could mm-hmm. explore regions. Yeah. I did like how you could revisit stuff. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Loved all that good stuff. Yep. And just being able to switch between them, pretty yeah. easily was totally. really cool i really like that you could just kind of go and whatever you could stick with mostly what you wanted to the whole time yeah so i was i thought this was a very impressive sequel compared yeah. to the first one like i like alan wake one but i don't love alan wake one right i think this game is much better yeah and i'm super stoked that remedy was able to pull this off yeah so kudos remedy any other thoughts blood um yeah i mean i just again it's a, that great blend of, you know, like you're saying, like the survival horror and the psychological stuff. Because Such a it's, good blend, yeah. Because, yeah, like Brad was saying, it's like you, you go through certain doors and you're like, wait, what just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. um, and, yeah, there's just like a lot of things, you know, especially now that since I'm still early, it's like, how does this even play out? Like, you know, where are the boundaries of... Yeah, absolutely. How reality is being shaped, um, and all of that. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 super super digging it. Yeah, I really like Saga. I yeah, was just I think like, the cast was pretty damn strong. So emotionally invested. I liked uh, Casey a lot too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I even like the you know yeah like all of the little side characters throughout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, like yeah. when you, even when you like first walk up to the local sheriffs and like the deputy is being an idiot on the radio and it's like they can hear you yeah yeah (laughs) so many good signs of life and like real characters yeah Yeah. they did a really great job of all that stuff super impressive yeah uh son of sparta wrote in hey allies without getting any spoilers alan wake 2 probably has one of the best integrations of its central narrative theme oh has 
uh, the best integration of its central narrative theme into all aspects of its design that feel incredibly impressive once you become aware of it Nailed all. It. Nailed it. How do you guys feel about merge, uh, this merging of narrative themes with the gameplay and level design of the game? Personally, while I think the game has suffered for just a tiny bit at times, the com- the commitment to having the game's central theme in all aspects of its really boosts the experience of Alan Wake 2 as a whole. Would really love to hear your thoughts on this. Thanks for taking my submission, dude. Love, respect, cheers. You nailed it. That is why every single fucking encounter was a 10 out of 10 for me, even though I had a lot of ammo and I was comfortable and okay. Like, I'm, I'm good at survival horror games, so it's like, yeah, I had a lot of ammo, I was good. But because of those themes, because I was so fucking immersed in everything that was going on, because the context of every encounter was so raw, so real, that it was Man, just incredible. I don't agree with that, yeah. but I respect it. Yep. <laughs> some of those some of those just felt like bad guy here because bad guy. Hmm. Hmm. Uh Carson Koo wrote in. Greetings, allies. I just finished Island Lake 2. Well, I recognize how unique the avant-garde or how avant-garde it is. The clunky and repetitive combat drags it down for me compared to other stellar survival horror games that released this year, like RE4 Remake and Dead Space Remake. Having combat doesn't change and consists of the same strategies is very unfortunate. Shout out to the enemies that dash around and throw hatchets through solid objects, usually <laughs> inconveniently hidden behind some trees. What do you guys think of the combat? So I've seen people complain about sluggish of this game. I don't really feel like it's very sluggish. Mm-mm. I didn't really feel like that at all. In fact, I've seen people compare it to Alan Wake 1. I thought Alan Wake 1 felt much worse when yeah. I like recently played some of it. Yeah. To me, this felt much better and like solid. Yeah, I felt like more in control. Maybe because I was playing on mouse keyboard. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I, don't I do wonder about that, that with like what you're saying with feeling like the the dodge being OP because I mean you just push do- the button though, you know? Right. But like I've definitely like yeah, yeah you can mess dodges, up, but I'm yeah, saying yeah. it's pretty generous. It's very pretty generous. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I totally get your your side, and I totally get Brad's side, and you know when I. If I'm, like, in a vacuum just, like, booting up a combat encounter, mm-hmm. like, Last of Us and Resident Evil is a 10, and yeah. Alan Wake is, like, a 4 combat. Yeah. Just that. Yeah. But for me, it was all about yeah. the context, which really elevated it for sure. But I completely understand, like, yo, it's the same enemies. You're flashing the light. You're shooting mm-hmm. them. Like, yeah, they could just have had um, a little more creativity there. Yeah, but, they just wanted to focus, I think, more on the narrative, which... Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. It's totally fair. Mm-hmm. It's just like that's what they wanted to do with the game. And it's yeah. like, okay, like yes, I wish things were different a little bit, but it's like you know, it's just their spin on it, yeah. which I respect. Like my favorite survival horror encounters are like the freaking village in Remake Four and the hardware store in Last of Us Part Two. You know, <laughs> I think of like those. Sure. Yeah. Those yeah. Are, like you know. Yeah. And like honestly, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not expecting Alan Wake to be like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't necessarily need that from Alan Wake. To me, it is like the story is the main focus, and how in the like the setting and all that kind of stuff is like more important to me with Alan Wake. So it's fine, for no sure. problem for sure. For sure. Yeah, interesting to compare it to Dead Space too. Like, oh my god, it's yeah. so long ago. It's like yeah. yeah, Dead Space like got Dead Space is like freaking awesome combat, but it also got really. Routine where it's like yeah. you know still using the plasma cutter, yeah, yeah, yeah. cut the I legs off, I, yeah, like I but also incredible, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna be super fun, just kind of laying them out, laying them all out at the end of the year yeah. for sure. Okay, 
Bloodworth Thirsty Suitors. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about this game. Yeah, I think Huber's going to love this. Um, yeah, so it, I, there's some, such a hard right turn. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah, because it's like more. It's weird because, like, in some ways it's kind of comedy, but it's also kind of deep. Uh, pretty deep, actually, in terms of the Dramedy. stuff that you get into. Uh, but yeah, like, there's a lot of different elements here. I think the easier, kind of like, most encapsulating thing to be like, if you did, have you had like a 10 hour, like, Persona 5 kind of thing. Okay, relax, blood, with that yeah, statement. That is a huge statement, but yeah, okay. 5 is a 10. Because cause <laughs> it does the whole kind of thing to where, like, you're like, like people's visions of themselves and like oh okay like regular people in town becoming like these larger than life characters that you fight in like a sort of mental emotional battle ground kind of thing right but it's like you've got that going on with the RPG mechanics and you've got kind of like this whole like Tony Hawk style like you're skating around town oh, skating yeah, around yeah, skate yeah. parks and stuff um, and then you know, just the the narrative of it, all, of it all, and then you've got like these cooking mini games, which is <laughs> so you've got that happening, and it's all just set up in you know, kind of like what you're saying with Alan Wake. It's like none of these things are sort like super amazing on their own mechanically, but because of the context of the stories of the characters of these relationships that you learn about through the course of the game, mm-hmm. it really all starts to like serve like a bigger, broader whole, right? And so. Um, so you play as uh, this girl, uh, Jala, who is South Asian. Her her mom is Indian. Her dad is Sri Lankan. Uh, and she is starts off coming back on a bus to her hometown because she broke up uh, with her most recent uh, girlfriend. Uh, but she had, like, basically left everyone behind for this person. Like, they left town... She wasn't talking to her family, all of this stuff. And so, like, now you have to come back and, like, you know, make amends with everyone, essentially. And so that's where, like, this, like, the Scott Pilgrim vibes kind of comes up. Because it's, like, you are being confronted with all of these different ex-boyfriends and girlfriends that she's had through, like, middle school and high school and stuff. Actually, the first one is, like, some guy who had a crush on you from, like, third grade. Nice. But it's, like, you, like, what I'm saying about it getting deep, though, is it's, like, you really are, like, dealing with these issues of, like, yeah, I was a scumbag to you. You know, like, the, the things I did, like, I betrayed you, I screwed up, all of this. But at the same time, it's in the context of these, like, really wild RPG battles where, like, your status effects are, like, trying to figure out, like, which things people are going to be susceptible to. So it's, like, there's, like, shock and rage and heartbreak and thirst and, like, all of these different things. And it's, like, and then you put them into this state and they'll be in that state for, like, you know, two or three turns depending on the character. And then you have other... Uh, abilities, essentially like spells or whatever, that are more powerful when they're in that state. So if they're thirst, it's blue. So you pick the blue abilities and you target them while they're still in the thirst state. And then you get shock and then you put in the yellow abilities. Um, And so it's all kind of wild because when you use these abilities and there's also like all of these like quick time events Mm -hmm. that, that pop up for each one. So it's like you know, tapping the button at the right time, flicking the stick, or like circling the stick, or shaking the stick, or whatever. 
But while you're doing this, the conversation is also going on back and forth the whole time. All of these things about what you did and what they did. Um, and the same thing for the cooking. So the cooking you, cooking. you, you do at home with, with your parents, you go through, every day there's like new recipes that show up in the cookbook. Fun. And like you're doing these like all of these different steps of cooking that your mom or your dad are, are instructing you to go through with these different dishes. And also kind of getting into sort of like your issues between you and your parents or like your dad talking about like how Real life shit. how you he and his auntie were like going out being troublemakers when they were younger and stuff and you're getting these stories and then and it's like every day Huber you also like you come home at the end of the day and then like you curl up on the couch with your dad and like fall asleep watching Twilight Zone or something and Love then he that. takes you up to your, your bedroom Night Springs yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and then with the cooking. What's cool is the cooking, uh, so like not only you do this thing where like you're like trying to gain their approval and you've got like this approval meter going up um, as you're going through uh, and you can actually like you can spend, there's like this heat meter as well and so like every turn you get a little bit of heat and you can spend your heat on like complimenting your one of your parents and this roulette wheel will pop up what? and so it's like you might get a, a like a magnifier on approval or you might just get some bonus approval or they might not fall for it and like you lose like three heat or you lose some <laughs> approval or whatever that's funny and it's and it, like there's just so many like cool aspects of it um and then uh yeah and and then there's like the the skate park there's this yeah, whole the there's this whole other thing going on where this like dude named Soundy is like he he he's I, I don't even like he, he's got this whole thing where he's got like a cult of teenagers following him these skate punks <laughs> and you have skate challenges that oh, he sets up but then you also are like trying to convince the teenagers to like hey like, don't listen to this dude or, or whatever. But some of the things, like, some of the people that that you're trying to make up with, like, the when you wrong them, there's also collateral damage mm. with other people. And so it's like, you might make up with the brother, but his little sister's still not happy with you or whatever. Mm. And so, but it's just the, the larger-than-life elements of these things when you get into, like, the to everything. It's like, like one of the first summons that you get is you summon your mom to, and, and she comes and she comes up and she becomes this like huge giant and she like takes her sandal and slaps down the guy. That's so real too. It's like first thing you want when you're under duress is your mom. Yeah, and then the, the, the auntie, uh, she's like a weightlifter and she's got like this body shop where she like fixes up kids' skateboards and stuff awesome. for them too, um, and. Uh, and she'll come up and she just gives you like this whole array of buffs and things. And so you have this huge training montage where you're training with her and you're like pulling like this whole like cart full of logs and everything. Because it's like even though it's like all it's like South Asian representation and other cultures as well, it's like it's it's taking place in like Pacific Northwest town. Like they're they're immigrants. Bright Falls. Yeah. And so like one of the things like in between all of this stuff, you keep hearing about the grandma. You know, and and your mom has issues with the grandma that are similar that you have issues with her. Mm. You know, and That's so and real shit. your sis, you've been away. Your sister's getting married in a month. Damn. But she, because you haven't been talking to her, 
she doesn't want to talk to you. Ooh. Damn. So you're Ouch. trying to also like figure out how to get your sister to talk yeah. to you. So it's like all of these issues and all of these things, and you just get to know these characters and their personalities yeah. so well. Sounds like my kind of jam. Blood. Yeah, and and it's like I don't want to spoil it, but the final boss is freaking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> um, blood. So it sounds like you do a lot of different things in this game. Yeah. Do you think it all blends together nicely and flows good? Yeah, so it, what's interesting is that, like, there are remedial ba- uh, battles as well. So, like, in a skate park, you can, like, walk up to, like, l- like little bare head icons and, like, f- fight some, like, random skaters. Uh, in the town, they have, like, these purple gift boxes, and it's, like, gift or grift. And so some of them will have, like, a little bit of currency or whatever in them. But others, your grandma is sending, like, mail-order suitors from <laughs> India to like try to arrange a marriage with you. Jeez. And so you've got to slap these guys down too. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's just like so many different aspects of the culture and relationships mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and the music. And the music. Very specific songs to each, like different genres for each different character with these the big boss fights. They've got like... Big boss. Um, there's like there's a guy named Bruno and they've got like a song where they're like singing about Bruno because <laughs> um, he's just like some guy that you like hightailed it out like on a road trip with mm. and then he like left you somewhere I think damn <laughs> um, uh, and there's this guy who's like he's like a real um, like shy soft type and so he kind of hides everything behind like his his cat he's got like this older cat and then when you go to fight him the cat becomes this huge tiger and the cat is taking on all of his, you know, all of his resentment and everything and he's just there like fanning and healing the cat. And then at like a certain point in, like as you're talking to him, uh, he starts healing you and it, and and it's like, what's going on? It's like, well, you know, you're, f- you're fine and stuff. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all, the way the personalities work into every battle uh, really plays off super, super well. That's awesome. The, the one thing I would say that that can be a little bit weird uh, that that did I a couple yeah two things that I found a little bit off putting is there are times where it's like the battle ends essentially like when you get the other guy's life bar down and so sometimes like I didn't really feel like the conversation necessarily got you to the point of okay we're gonna make up now like it is like I just I got the thing to the end of the life bar we've had some talk about the things but like I didn't really feel like I had a resolution there mm. and so I was like okay now we have a resolution just because the life bar went down yeah mm. so it's a little bit okay. it could be a little bit weird sometimes uh, the other thing that's just, just a little bit strange is because you have like all of these status effects and stuff I thought it was it, it made me feel a little bit uncomfortable to be like in the battles with the teenagers and to be like thirst hi you know like yeah flirty with the teenager <laughs> i'm like uh that's that's a little uncomfortable that's a little awkward <laughs> same it's very yeah, yeah that seems yeah. correct yeah <laughs> uh garrett holvish wrote in Thir- uh, thirsty suitors looks like a blast to play i love the steam demo do you think it holds up in the full release i guess the entire game blood yeah yeah i, I think I think it holds up better the more time you put into it um, because of those yeah. relationships. And, cool. like, after – that's another thing, Huber, is, like, 
after you have made up with somebody, yeah, then they start texting you, and you can do other little favors for them. And so then it kind of, kind of it's almost like when you're doing the side quest in Persona with different characters, it's like yeah. you like fill up a little heart bar. Mm. Uh, cool. And when you've completely filled it up, then there's like other rewards. You might get like different outfits from them. Uh, or you might be able to summon them in battle, mm-hmm. um, and so it's it's pretty cool. It feels it feels like maybe a little bit too like one two three like predictable beats. Yeah, but it's a nice reward at the end, at least. Nice, like you yeah. f- you feel like it's worth doing that and like going uh, pursuing each one of those relationships. This sounds like Hubert can fill maybe help fill the void of Life is Strange for you for a little bit. Yeah, Just a yeah. little bit. Yeah, short little game. Check for Huber. Yeah, bonds. Check bonds. Dramedy. Check. Yeah, yeah. And everything is like, yeah. They make every little bit of it fun. Like when you're cooking, she's doing like all these flips and tossing things around. Yeah, you just like every time that you do a different recipe, like you have to wash your hands first, and she's like spinning and like you're hitting quick time events just to wash your hands. (laughs) Yeah, you can do super hand wash and like add extra quick time things in there, and yeah, sick. I dig it. Very cool. Hopefully Keely has the next Life is Strange. <laughs> yeah, actually. Oh, he's holding on to that. It's day. about time. It is. Okay. It's time for Sword It Out! Sword It Um, This segment, we should talk about something that's annoying us that needs sorting mm. in the game industry. Mm. Could be company, game, person. <laughs> if you want to get personal. <laughs> Liza P. Liza, Liza P. Phil. Liza Phil. Whatever you want to do, crying Jim. Yeah. It's all yeah. It's all there. Mm. File sizes. Okay. Oh, pretty big. Yeah. Like, let's get this under control. Yeah. Come on. I've been deleting a lot of games the past yeah. couple weeks. Yeah. 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 It's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. Yeah. I think that's a very good one. File sizes. Too big. Just like just kind of annoying. Just it like, is. Figure it out, I guess. I don't and like kind of download and, and like delete and then re-download. Like it's insane. The original it's PS5, so being reminded that it was not a full terabyte, yeah. is like really bringing that to like, like, oh, no wonder that I'm like, yeah, deleting stuff from my PS5 more often than my Xbox. You know? Yeah, it's harsh. Uh, sorted out. Sorted out. Kind of like Epic Game Store. I played um, Alan Wake on Epic, and it's like fine most of the time. But dude, sometimes like <laughs> I'd click the game to play, and it just wouldn't do it. Mm. Like, just yeah. wouldn't load and then it would work I was like okay mm-hmm. and it was like very inconsistent Damn. just I'm like just let me play the game dude yeah. just might great but like you know clean that up a little bit yeah we didn't talk about it but I had a fair amount of bugs in Alan Wake oh, 2 oh really did you yeah. I actually didn't think I had many oh wait I had a pretty good I think something didn't trigger out. and I had to reload I think on mm-hmm. something like that mm. I think there's like I don't one feel like I, don't, I think it was pretty like... chill for me mostly mm-hmm. good. I felt like at the end of the game it like started running a little worse for me hmm. i don't know i'm yeah. not sure who knows pc hype remedy respects yeah. it yeah they do they sure do uh blood do you have anything by a chance um yeah i mean this kind of goes into the the next game a little bit <laughs> but uh yeah audio mixing Audio mixing. Yeah. Like, just there are just times where yeah. it's like, oh, if I did not have the subtitles on, I would not know what was just That's said. That's fair. I just got so no fair. freaking clue. That is very fair. Bro. And I'm on headphones, right? Yeah. Like, it's one thing when, it's, when you've got, you know, you're listening to speakers or whatever, but like, so if you got right. headphones on and you're having a hard time hearing yeah. and all the sliders are where they're supposed to be, and like, I don't know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Guy Incognito wrote in. 
Sorted Out Atlas 2024 approaches and it looks to be a banger year for RPGs. I am most looking forward to Metaphor Refantizio, but my enthusiasm is curbed. Why should I look forward to a massive time sink of a game when I'll be punished as an early adopter and they'll release the complete FES slash golden slash royal version down the line? I'm not for buying a full oh yeah, I'm not for buying a full price game twice and sinking a second hundred hours into it. Release a damn expansion or something. Yeah, I wish you could just like add on to it. Yeah. Like for twenty or thirty bucks or something like that, and not have to buy it. Definitely a makes full version. Definitely makes me feel the same way about yeah, that's some Catcom, uh, Atlas games. Old Catcom stuff. Yeah. Luckily with Persona Five, I think it was like three years or something till it came to Royal. Sure, so it was a but while, it's still, but it's still like, yes. Like, I spend months playing through that game. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't want to miss that shit. You got to be there. That's the zeitgeist, my friend. <laughs> got to be there for that. Zeitgeist, though. Yeah. I'm just saying. People are going to be talking about it. You got to dodge yeah. those spoilers, dude. You don't want to know anything. Dodge but them. what's weird is it's like, it's only with their, like, top-tier premiere games. Right? Yeah. Like, Shin Megami Tensei Five. they didn't put out a new version of that nope. game. Nope. Sure didn't. They yeah. only do it with, like, Obviously, like, they didn't do it with, like, Soul Hackers 2. Yeah. Seems like Persona. Yeah. They like to do it. Yeah. Persona, they've definitely done it. Like three, four, five. So, yeah, I don't know. Will Metaphor Refantasio do this? Great question. No idea. I want to say yes because it's a lot of Persona people. Right. But who knows? I'll be there day one, though. I'm so hyped for that game, dude. Fuck yeah. Okay. Targray wrote in Sorted Out Racing Games. I think a lot of modern high-budget racing games have gotten rather samey and dry. While the driving in games like Forza Motorsport or the new WRC feel really good, everything surrounded is quite bland. Boxy, boring menus, forgettable music, lackluster, lackluster progression, and general lack of personality make a lot of these games feel interchangeable. That even applies to part of the stellar Forza, Forza Horizon 5, which doesn't do a lot to mix up things up that differently itself from its predecessors. And the crew motorfest now apes this played out formula to an extent. I'm not saying these games are bad, far from it, but they could and maybe should be a lot better. Remember the stylish menus of uh, the and the presentation of Dirt 2, the satisfying crashes of Burnout or Fallout or Flat Out, the insane speed of F-Zero GX and Extreme G3. <laughs> Or the refreshing innovation of games like Split Second or Blur. Not to mention how every game had a distinct look and feel. Indies pick up most of the slack, and Nintendo at least gave us a surprisingly fun multiplayer F-Zero, but I feel like the genre is nowhere near the creativity on display of the 360 PS3 or PS2 Xbox GameCube era. What do you guys think, dear allies? I've been thinking about... Midnight Club a lot lately, mm. and I hope there's an entire Midnight Club game in GTA 6. Oh, sure, sure. I can see like a quest. They've done a lot of that. racing for GTA Online stuff. Yeah. yeah, like I want a fucking entire side game in GTA 6. <laughs> Unreasonable, maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, definitely somewhat presentation-wise, like WRC F1, like they, they feel like they're like really like hitting that same like EA Sports umbrella. Mm-hmm. And so, yep, the way their their menus are and the way that their music is, it all feels like it, that's that's the branding, the the overall EA kind mm-hmm. of corporate branding. Which yeah, it def, like it, avatars and clothing and all that stuff. Yeah. It definitely feels kind of samey and sterile stuff. 
Need for Speed Unbound was sick. Yeah, that's a really great example. They shit. really did try to yeah. to yeah. amp up the style of that game, and that's exactly the kind of franchise you want to have style in. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that like we're in a pretty great freaking patch yeah. of racing games. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, Need for Speed racing. Unbound was good. Yeah, they weren't saying Crew like, is good. Yeah. WRC is good. F1 has been good. Forza Motorsport, I've got issues with, but it's still really solid handling wise. They're just wise. complaining about like innovation. Yeah, Tari Gray yeah. said he doesn't think any of these games are bad or anything like yeah, that, yeah. but they're not like super distinct anymore. He said it yeah. felt like it just Hot Wheels is pretty freaking cool. Yeah, Hot Wheels. Yeah, yeah. I think it just reminds. That's why I love Alan Wake Two so damn much is because it's such a risky game, and like we're in mm-hmm. a phase right now, especially in Hollywood and movies and 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 ballooning budgets where people want to play it safe. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I would I'd, love I would love some like crazy innovation for a racing game for sure for like yeah. super expensive game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I guess back in the day, you know, like they were talking about like PS2 era and stuff like that. There, there like wasn't really indie scene like what we have nowadays, kind of thing like that. So you did get a lot more of that kind of stuff. But like Hubert said, a lot of that is so expensive to make yeah. these games. Like, like what is Gran Turismo's budget? Yeah, I was thinking oh, like, how much does Gran Turismo like, Seven cost? Uh, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> oh my god. I bet it would make our heads spin. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Luckily, there are, like you said in this, uh, that there are a ton of sweet indie games that can fill that void a little bit. Yeah. I think I do think, you know, because I was just playing uh, some of the crew of Motorfest yesterday, and I do like some of the vibes that they, they go through with, like, doing different things with different playlists, right? Yeah. That is cool. Um, I like that. Especially, like, the more historical JDN. things and the Hawaiian tour stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think the... The Japanese yep. playlists so have a cool. nice vibe as well. Uh, when they get a little bit more into the like branded, like here are the Lamborghini races and the Porsche races, and like mm, don't get that vibe as, as strongly. Right. But um, having the having the boats and planes in there definitely helps to mix that yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, because somebody was like, it's like they got. They got Wave Race and Pilot Wings in this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we just need Extreme G. Yeah, I think it's been a long time. Why are you doing this to me? (laughs) No, but he's not wrong because we've gotten a lot of... I've been saying that for years and everyone's like, why do you always bring up Extreme G? Fuck! (laughs) But it's not just Extreme G. It's that whole genre has not been represented in a triple A sense. Yeah. Same with Road Rash. We've gotten a lot of... Yeah, the Twisted Metal side of things too, right? Twisted Metal. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. For sure. Because... We've gotten a lot of games doing that kind of thing, but they're, yeah, they've been lower budget stuff, like the fast RMX stuff, you know, on, on Switch. Um, and like the, you know, the games that uh, some of the old Wipeout guys did. You know, like we just haven't seen anything that's like fully on that huge AAA level. And, it, yeah. and like you're saying, it's because this stuff is so expensive now. Yeah. Like you need something that looks good. And runs at least 60 frames per second. Yeah. Burnout Paradise. You know. And, yeah. and it, you th- That's the crazy thing is it's like it's so expensive to do all these car licenses. But it feels like the big publishers, like without the car licenses, it's not worth it. Because yeah, so the broader market wants their yeah. Lamborghini, wants the Ferrari, you know, <sighs> wants the Civic. Mm-hmm. So... If you go out there and you're like, okay, we're going to make a really cool freaking game. We're going to have all this destruction and everything like Wreckfest. And like Wreckfest has been, been doing really well. Yeah. And they're working on a sequel. That game's so fun. But it's <laughs> it's not that level, right? Yeah. You know, once Criterion started making Need for Speed, the EA was like, 
yeah, we're probably never going to do a burnout again because it'll never sell what Need for Speed sells. Yeah. Hey, at least we got the remaster. Yeah, like I'm going to do this to you, uh, to you again, Huber. We're going to get business time on you. Midnight Club? No. Extreme G. I don't know yeah. how many people will be willing to spend $70 on Extreme G. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Totally. I feel like Road Rash could be a good $70? Comeback. Maybe not 70 but Road Rash that, could but like, come that's back. Like, if you're wanting that type of game, that's going to yeah. be the cost of it. Like, that budget, it's going to yeah. have to be $70. Well, that's the other thing that's really tricky, too, Huber, is, like, whenever you look back on these games, right, like, F-Zero GX, like, for a racing game, has quite a lot of tracks. Yeah. But it's still like 25, 30 tracks, like at the most, right? Like it's it, like it's the kind of thing that like you would, aside from going back and doing harder difficulties, yeah, you would blast through that in a weekend. Yeah. And so there's that justification from people of like, how do you get them to put $70 down on a game they're just going to blast through over yeah. the weekend? Yeah. Do you remember when without some crazy online mode? Yeah. Right? Do like you Mario remember Kart. when Returnal came out? Oh my and people God. were like, Goatee. I'm paying $70. Easy allies, Goatee. Yeah. They're like, I'm not paying $70 for a roguelite or something like that, you know? Yeah. Same Wave thing. race. Yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah. Like, eight, nine tracks? Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, we got Riptide GP and Riptide GP2. But again, the super, little indie games. Super yeah, small a little smaller. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe that's Huber, the avenue for sure. If Extreme G comes back, AAA come budget, back Riptide. I'll butt. Oh my God, yeah. So, there you go. And Road Rash. Public Enemy number one, my childhood rival. Okay, it's time for the exact opposite. Keep it up. Who's doing good in the industry right now? Remedy. Remedy is doing good. Keep it up. They sure are. You're doing good, Remedy. You're in a renaissance right now. Doing better than you ever have probably right now. You're on top of the world. Yeah. Keep it up. Uh, A game made with nothing but passion. There's no battle passes. Nope. No battle no passes. No online bullshit. Yep, no online that I'm aware of. Is there like different outfits in that game or something? Or cosmetics? There's like some de- uh, deluxe edition. You okay, get, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, Remedy, you're doing good, man. Doing good. Good job, Remedy. Yep. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Good job, everybody. Uh, JRPGs are looking nice next year. Thanks. Also, yeah. Also, the absolute best value of anything the orange box in the year uh, five games one box the absolute best value of anything in 2023 by far it's not even close ten dollars separate ways ten bucks yeah ten bucks separate ways ten out of ten keep it up capcom you gotta have the game (laughs) not yeah i'm I'm saying yeah ten bucks absolutely absolutely worth it yes yes because i was comparing that to uh modern warfare 3 yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like, it's like the same length. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, separate ways. Oh, jeez, it's a lot of value here. It's a lot of value. High production values yeah. on this thing. Yeah. All right, we got absent Admiral Anthony writing in. Keep it up, remedy. So Hubert, there was many keep it ups to remedy. Yeah. I only included like one because, like, all right, like, yeah. there was a lot of people remedy. very pleased. Remedy. Uh, keep it up, Remedy. Control sound design was some of the best there's ever been, and they have continued that excellence into Alan Wake 2. The clipping sub bass that goes with the jump scares gets me every time. Hell yeah. I feel it in my chest. Haunting screams and laughter echoing through a forest. People whispering in your ear. The sound design in the biz. I agree. Mouse wrote in, 
Indie devs making their games even better with free content updates. I recently started playing Rogue Legacy 2 <gasps> again and noticed oh! they've added new weapons, armor oh. sets, traits, relics, and probably some other things I haven't seen yet. I especially want to shout out the surfboard, which has quickly become my new favorite weapon in any video game ever. Nice. Okay, stumbling I guess upon, I'm streaming that tonight. Yeah, stumbling upon a brand new, stumbling upon brand new stuff in a game you love is like mm. give, being given a gift, especially after being harassed by paid DLCs and microtransactions <laughs> almost everywhere else. A couple other examples, Terraria, which has had an insane amount of content updates over the years, and Stardew Valley adding multiplayer support all for free. Who Thanks. is this? Uh, this was from Mouse. Mouse. <laughs> mouse, mouse, you. mouse. I love you, Mouse. Yeah, it's a good one, Mouse. Rogue Legacy 2 and Darkest Dungeon 2. Two of the best games. You'll never beat it. In recent, I'll never beat it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Two of the, just the best games in the last yeah, two those years. Games, yeah, that, like, Rogue Legacy 2 is fun. They just hell. really, they, they didn't slide under the radar, but I wish they were just like well, a little more hyped. Rogue Legacy was not on every platform yeah. when it came out. Yeah. It wasn't on PlayStation mm -hmm. or Switch. Yeah. Darkest Dungeon's only PC right now. Yeah, and it's mm. freaking insanely yeah, it's insane. hard, so I get it. It's insanely yeah. hard, yeah. I'll never beat it. Yeah. I'll never beat it. I'm okay <laughs> with it. I have accepted my fate. <laughs> uh, Tef wrote in, Keep it up, Blizzard. BlizzCom is awesome. Chris Metzen being back in control of Warcraft is just what we need. A new twist on Classic with Season of Discovery sounds so jolly. That is really D4 jolly. expansion shown already. Blizzard has a long road to redemption, but they are certainly on the right path at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah, definitely. Good take. Good, Good take. take. Mm. Good take, Tef. Great take. Um, I'd say uh, with the Nintendo and like hopefully other people can pile onto this thing too. Is the whole thing with like the tickets and the coins and like essentially like rewarding you for buying their games with actual discounts? Oh yeah, like. I, I, you know, when Mario Brothers Wonder came out, I got that and Pikmin Two together for like. 75 bucks. Yeah. Nice. Because I got the tickets and then I had a bunch of coins piled up from yeah. other things and it's like, hey, that Yeah, that's, it adds that's up. Nice. Uh, yeah, nice. PlayStation nice. Stars has that, but you have to do everything through the app. Yeah. Which is kind of annoying. I don't want to do that. You should put that in the console. Yeah. But cuz that's the thing with yeah. that's the thing with the I coins. About that I don't even think exactly. about it. Exactly. I don't even think about the freaking coins. Yeah, you got to check your app, dude. So many points you got on PlayStation. Fuck. I think I got some money on that one time at least mm -hmm. though I got like 10 or 20 bucks yeah cool. I, just, I just go to the checkout and it's like hey do you want to use yeah, the coins yeah it's and like, so much more yeah, convenient okay, cool. Nintendo's yeah. yeah but I don't buy digital Nintendo games also, I don't trust them yeah also keep it up I had taken like a month off and I just played like an hour last night cause I like kind of forced it cause I didn't want it to get too far away Blasphemous 2 mm. oh yeah Every session of this game, I'm just like, I love it more. I love it more. I love it more. I love it more. Don't skip it. 10 out of 10. Yeah, that's um, that's like, I always put that and Sea of Stars next to each other. I'm like, God, I need to get to <laughs> yeah, these yeah, games yeah, so yeah. bad. For sure. Yeah. Oh, my God, Blasphemous 2. Yeah. Just like, like, Ben Moore would always talk about games that just like, continue to peel the layers back and they continue to build and build and build hours in every hour in you're just like another layer comes and you're getting more like Elden game is Ring. incredible game mm -hmm. is incredible Elden Ring's like that where you're just like go yeah. keeps yeah. going <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like ah yeah 
Well, uh, Asmus too. And it's like not even too long. You know, you can just play like 30 minutes here, one hour here. Like super chill. That's what's nice with uh, Mario Brothers Wonder as well. It's like, dude, just do a couple of I haven't played a lot of that game, but I'm always like, come back tomorrow anytime, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to forget the story for a bit. Yeah. I'm not going to forget how to play. It's like two buttons. Yeah. Dude, when I hopped back into Blast Wars 2, I was like... Uh, yeah, that's way different. You're like, just uh, like, where uh, am I going? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, where was I going? Where was I? How do I How do I parry? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think that's the thing with Metroidvania. I do want to do that yeah. all at once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have that whole map I know. mentally. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. A month yeah. deep, I like. I was just like, oh my god. How <laughs> <laughs> did this happen? Uh, I was like, it cannot get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> we got some shout-outs, as always. Some of our our most generous supporters over on Patreon, the uh, on the Platinum Producer tier, we got Jabawabs, Elphanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, and Miguel. Shout out, everybody! Shout Thank out. you for supporting us. Thank you very much. Shout out, wake, wake. Yeah, they do say that a lot. Wake, wake. So good. All right. Um, the next game, weird game. That I just randomly thought would be cool to play. Uh, Miniko's Night Market. Yeah. Super, just like, weird looking jolly game. I was like, oh, I'll play that game. Yeah, fun. I had this sitting on my Steam account for a couple months, yeah. and then it just came out on console. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, sure, I'll give it a little spin and just see what this game's about. I liked the way it looked visually. It kind of looked like a, like a little paper style almost. Not like Paper Mario, but it's hard to describe. But I really thought it was very pleasant. So this whole game, dude... This could be a Huber game, maybe. But then I saw how long it was. I was like, oh. Oh, (laughs) I don't know if Huber will play that long. Oh, no. Is there a good economy? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, the whole story about this game is you are this young girl uh, who is moving to a a new, like, town on an island with her dad. It's in Japan, I believe. So you're moving there with your dad. You get to this new village. You are the new kid here. Um, There's some, some stuff going on that not everyone knows. There's some mysteries going on. There's, like... Is there a bully? No, not really yet, but there's there's someone that's like kind of stuck up a little bit, but mm-hmm. there's like there's like agents, like CIA like CIA like men in black agents on this island, dude, and you don't know I don't know necessarily why they're here yet. Federal Bureau of Control. Yeah, they're here. <laughs> there's some stuff going on here. Federal Bureau of Cats. Yes, you move to this new island, there are cats on this island. So there you get to this thing. I really like this humor because this is obviously going to be Huber stuff, is getting to know a lot of these people in this town. Shenmue. So, yeah, you're in this like small village, so from what I have played so far, I've been in this small village mostly where you live, and some stuff's run down, some stuff's not open yet. And there's people throughout this village, you talk to them. Like, um, one of the first people you meet this is this kid called Bobo, and he kind of, like, introduces you to the town and all that stuff like that. And you meet his mom later on, and her name's uh, Bobo's mom. <laughs> and she, they're like, I think your character says like, is that your real name? And she's like, yeah, luckily I had a son named Bobo or something like that. <laughs> I was just like, okay, <laughs> here we go. All that kind of stuff. It's so silly and awesome. But you go around this town and you talk to people and the, uh, you can... What's the perspective? Top down, behind the back? What's going on? No, third no, it's person? like, th- it's third person, yeah. Okay. It's like flat 2D, but it's like, you know, you see your character walk around this map. You can walk, sprint, and all that stuff. But as you go through this town, um, you get objectives like in, like introduce yourself to these towns because there's like a calendar system. Like Great. Day there, the year, and all that stuff like that. When I saw years, it was like year one. I was like, oh, Jesus, Whoa. game's going to be mm. long. Okay. But you have it like a day and night cycle, so you do some stuff in the day. But anyways, you go through this town, and you can talk to people. 
a big part of the game is crafting stuff. So you like, here's what I crafted though so far. The only thing I could craft was I picked flowers. That's all I could do right now is just pick some flowers and you can make like some things, like some items. You can give mm-hmm. gifts to people like that to increase like the bonds with bonds. them. It's like hearts, like bloop, yeah. you go up like that. Amazing. But to do certain stuff, you have like stamina. It's like a heart for you, but like if yeah. you pick up a flower, a little bit would go down Got it. for you. But you could replenish that by eating something or like drinking a soda. So you're doing a lot of stuff like that. There is a story, like a main narrative story. You're going through this thing. Like one of the early things is with Bobo. He's like, yo, let's go to this garden and get some stuff in there. So you got to take a bus. There's the island. You take the bus. There's multiple locations. I've only been to like one, though, like a forest. And when I was here, there was a bunch of cats in cages from these F- these like Federal Bureau controlled people, dude. They yeah. were guarding these cats. He's like, yo. <laughs> Are they harming the cats? No. They're just okay. like in cages or whatever. So you go in there. You got to sneak in. Then you got to rescue all the cats. Awesome. Some objective. of them were just like, they have like flashlights. And they're walking around, so you just got to stare out of their flashlights. The Shenmue warehouse. Very easy. The docks. Very chill. Very chill kind of stealth stuff. Um, you have like a certain amount of times you can get caught before you have to reset. Some of them are just like walking around. You just kind of walk around. There's a cat in a cage. You open it. There was three agents guarding a cage, though. And there's a jukebox like right there. And they weren't moving. So I went up to the jukebox. There's like three types of music you could pick. Like rock and roll. Dance music and classical. If you like, pick like rock and roll, everyone just stands there normally. Yeah. I picked classical, then they all fell asleep listening to it. So I was able to free her cat like that. Then there was like a a guy reading a magazine, like an agent, and there was a magazine on the floor by him, like a sports magazine. I took it, and there's another guy guarding a cat, and I like put it down near him. Then he like went over there and read it, and That's I was fun. able to like sneak the cats out. But the whole thing also is with this game is the night market. So yeah. every once every Saturday night, there's a, a night market you can go to. So a lot of it seems like, like the loop seems like, hey, we need money for this thing to maybe like repair the town. Because as I progressed through the game, some stuff started to open up again, or it's like a shop would become available now. So you get, you make stuff, then you go to the night market. You sell your stuff at the night market. So when I was at the night market, uh, it seems like the night market also upgrades depending on how well you do. Amazing. Because you make money for the town and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. the more money you make, the more stuff like the town will grow, I assume, and all that stuff, and new attractions will be available. So I made like this these economy two, sounds yeah, nice. I made Brad. these like two flower things, and I'd sell them. I put them like at my stand. So I was sitting there, and people would walk by, and some would be interested in what you make, some won't be. But then when someone's interested in it, there's like a haggle thing. They like give a bunch of options of like prices you can try to sell it to them for, but there's like one that they want to buy it for them. So you can usually just go for the lower one. If you want to just sell it right away, you can try to wiggle your way to sell them. Also, I believe also, um, depending on how well you craft the thing. So when you craft something like the flowers, there's like a little meter that went by, then I would snip it. And depending on how well you did, it'd be like, a quality like if you do like good it's like perfect mm. and i believe the better the quality you craft the higher to sell for nice. so you want to keep that in mind maybe like get those qtes and all that yeah. stuff down uh, but anyways i sold some of that stuff got some money then after that they were having a cat race where you were riding on cats <laughs> through this thing and you're doing like two laps so i raced these kids beat them all heck yeah and i was like yes we're Get fitting wrecked. right in this town yeah. right now baby so it was super jolly, and like the relationship with your dad, he's like a single dad, and you guys just kind of like getting used to the town. He's like asking you how you're doing. He's very like a, a funny dad. He like calls you goofy names and all that stuff, and 
some people actually thought that was your name, but it's like, that's not my name. You got to explain that to people. It's just been a really pleasant and delightful game so far. This game seems like it can get pretty long, but if you're into like figuring out this story and like slowly upgrading your town, I think you can have a really good time with it. The music was also super nice, like jazzy soundtrack. It reminded me a lot of the intro song from Monsters, Inc., like that jazz song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the game reminded me of a lot when I was playing through it. Cool. But it was a delightful little game. Sounds cozy. Yeah, it's so cozy, man. Yeah. I feel like you can curl up. Like winter, man. Like winter if you're vibes. Sore, it's snowing, dude. Yeah. You're curled up in a blanket. You're playing. Yeah, you are max cozy right now. But it's a cool game. I like yeah. it. It's a cute little game. Sounds like it has a lot of things I love. Yeah. Picking up stuff, though. I don't know about crafting for Huber. Crafting, yeah. I'm okay with it as long as it has yeah. purpose. Yeah, because you, know? you make the stuff to sell it. Mm-hmm. But uh, where I left off was um, there was like a forest they wanted me to go to to like get some wood like chop down trees and the shop i want to there was an axe for me there but it was too expensive oh. so i was like okay well i gotta make some stuff to sell it gotta to pick some flowers that grind that out yeah so i that assume you'll fun. start crafting different types of things as you progress probably like furniture and stuff like that yeah because um also in your you have like your room you can yeah. craft stuff there and i could like put some of my stuff on display Love like that. the cat race i won i got a trophy and it was like up on a shelf after nice. i won it so i was like yeah yeah, just like nice little signs of life in the community. Love that stuff. It was very jolly. <laughs> All right, Bloodworth the Invincible. Yeah. Talk to us about this game. Yeah, I'm not done with this yet, but uh, working my way through it the past couple of days. Great key art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, super good key art. The art is fantastic. And this is based on a novel. Um, and As everything is. Yeah. Every single thing is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is uh, sci-fi... Um, First-person game, like like very story-focused. So there's not like combat or anything like that. It's it's really about um, making choices and conversations and and kind of like looking at clues around the world and like figuring out how to sort of move forward and like solve the mysteries of all of this. Uh, the the key art like translates really well into like the aesthetics of the game. Feels so great. Um, just like the landscapes, like you're in a lot of, a lot of desert type areas, but just the way that like the rocks and stuff are sculpted is really great. Um, and, um, and you even like one of the first things that you do is you kind of like, you you wake up and like, you know, for, for reasons that get explained later, like you kind of like your, your memory's a little hazy. (laughs) No, Jessica's. Is my wife dead? Um. Your, your memory's a little hazy, but it's like you see, like, in your notebook, you jot it down, like, you know, different, like, kind of, like, rock structures. It's like, okay, this one looks like a crocodile, and this one looks like a dog, and this one looks like an eye of a needle or whatever, right? Um, but, yeah, so this is, it, it, the the look of it, though, is, like, it's, like, old, like, 60s, like, sci-fi space stuff, like, just big and chunky like the robots and it just looked like a bunch of like yeah. tin cans with like vacuum shit. hoses, you know, and and just like a like a teapot looking thing that's the head. And like you have this uh, signal tracker that's really cool to where it's like, you know, when you're looking for your crewmates, it's just like a ring of lights, like a bunch of like lights and it's like, okay, like the closer the light bulb gets to the center is like how far and like what direction to go towards dragon ball radar yeah and like you have like a metal detector with like a big like like it looks like an old phone wire coming out of it and like with a green screen and all of that and then like your notebook is like blue graph paper 
Um, so like an architect kind of thing. Um, and even when you pull out your, you have like a, like a, a telescope type of thing, like a spyglass kind of thing, you can see like all of the the measurements of the focus and like like the like kind of like degraded metal and things like that. So it's like all of it like really great um, design aesthetics. Um, but yeah, so you're playing as this like very small crew of like I want to say like seven researchers or something. And you're brought out of cryosleep. Sounds like Alien. Um, yeah, not quite. Uh, you're brought out of cryosleep, and your captain uh, is, you know, like, we, we need to go check out this planet because... Alien. Alien. The, <laughs> the other... So there's, like, this... There's, like... I think it's like the Commonwealth and the Alliance, and so like Commonwealth, dude, Walking Dead. Your Commonwealth and the Alliance is like the other human faction. Fuck Alliance. Um, <laughs> alliance scum. And their like biggest ship with like hundreds of people on it, the Invincible, is apparently on its way to check out this planet. Okay. And are they looking for a place to live? So it's, it's like the 100 or something. No, it's not like that. But they're but they're looking at the planet and it's like well. Why they want to know what what is so interesting mm-hmm. to the alliance that they want because it, it just looks like a lifeless desert. Yeah, and so um, unobtainium. Yes. So you 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 know there's just again small group of researchers, um, and you a lot of the story you kind of get through like a little bits of flashbacks as you like kind of get your bits of memory back. But when you first wake up, it's just like okay. I'm here. I have limited oxygen. My radio is not working, and so you just kind of are like the flashbacks on the planet, or like on Earth, or are they in a on the ship? What? Well, the flashbacks are back to going to like remembering what happened when you were on the ship. Okay. So yeah, cool. Uh, so you you're on the planet like through the whole course yeah, of yeah. the game so far, um, and so you just kind of see like a, a thing on your map to where the camp is, and so you work your way to the camp. And you get to the camp, and like only one person is there, and he's like just unresponsive. Lost it. He's yeah. He like his vitals are good, his you know pupils respond to the light, but he's just battling. Whoa. And you gotta you know annihilation. But annihilation. then you like you take the thing from his radio, and then you're able to start talking to your captain, and through the captain you start kind of working on. It's like okay. Well, we need to find the rest of the crew because the whole crew is scattered and then start trying to, to sort out, you know, the things that they've learned already as well as, like, what is going on on this planet. And so that's kind of where all the mysteries start. Mm-hmm. But there's lots of, like, little choices along the way. And so one of the ones that the developers had spoiled for me, basically, at GDC <laughs> was with this guy that's just sitting there. So there's also this ro- this robot that you have in the camp. Cool. And it's not responding to instructions. And so you have this thing where, like, the captain's saying, hey, go out and look for other people. And you have this choice of, like, okay, well, I don't want to leave him here by mm-hmm. himself in case he, like, wanders off and hurts himself or whatever. And so you basically insist to stay. And then you help the captain, like, set up a relay to fix the robot. And then the robot guards the guy. If you don't do that, if you just walk off and start looking for the other people, then apparently this guy just 
wanders off and, and cool. walks off a cliff or something. Cool. Jeez. So there's lots of these things along the way where like you're making dialogue choices. You're deciding, you know, do I give my oxygen to this guy or not? Because the planet you're on, it's like it's breathable, but there's like so much methane that the balance is like if you're out there in a, over a couple of hours, then you're going to start getting like brain damage and stuff. Whoa. So it's like you kind of trust that like, <laughs> OK, either we're going to get off of this planet or I'm going to find another source of oxygen. But I just I need to keep him alive. Let's let's throw it. It's like, do I try to give him my oxygen to keep him alive? Or do I keep it to myself so that I can, like, make sure both of us stay alive? You know, so it's like those kind of little decisions here and there. Yeah. And just even how you respond to different questions that the mm-hmm. captain gives you. Love that. Um, and then later on, um, yeah. Well, and then one of the things that you see that they were researching is, like, there's just these weird metal structures. that look, They look kind of like metallic spaghetti, like sticking out of the ground and going under the ground and stuff. And you like use your metal detector to follow those structures because one of the guys was like following those to its source. And there's a whole big mystery about what that's all about. Um, but yeah, a lot of walking around and checking out equipment and stuff like that. And uh, you get like a little, uh, little car you find like a little car Shit. later oh, on and drive around. So cool. Um, you were stoked. <laughs> uh, and uh, and there's stuff in there like, you know, there's like a little black box and, and you know, like little things to like mess around with to like get it running and stuff. Sounds kind of like a Dearest or What Remains of Edith Finch. Yeah, type, a lot like of people with... were comparing it to Firewatch. Yeah. Like space Firewatch kind of thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's um, there's another part where um, oh yeah there's a cool thing with the drones and some of the like bigger robots uh, again with the aesthetics to where like you pop them open and you pull out these like slides uh, and and they're like they're kind of like the old school slides that you would put in a projector only they're like, like kind of like this wide and like they have like just snapshots of things that they saw. Um, and they're like presented, they're like drawn like a comic book. But so you kind of like flip through the slides, and then there's also like different readings of like timestamps and stuff like that. And so it's interesting to sort of like you, you see through and you kind of like get the backstory of what this drone saw. And then eventually, like you get to the slides where it's like, it saw you. <laughs> like you, you see the photo of yourself. Um, and there's one point where you're like dangling from a rope that the other guy left behind. And again, it's like, okay, do I make this? big drop or do I like work with the captain and the drone to like okay to like try to like hop on to the drone and sort of like ride it down a little bit and it's like all of these like little risks and things Mm -hmm. that you're taking that that subtly change yeah what's going on um I'm curious are there like um you know you go in an area there's like a puzzle you got to solve or anything like that yeah essentially like especially when when you get a little bit further into it like after you get the car there are like wider areas uh and so sometimes it's like okay i feel like i've seen everything but i don't seem to be there's not a way that i can go forward like Mm -hmm. there's a big force field up and so i had to like sort of like explore uh a a little bit more to like figure out how do i lower the force field and then move forward to the next next area cool 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 uh, are you like when you're playing this blood? Are you like super intrigued about everything going on, or you want to keep go- seeing that story? What's yeah, going to unfold? yeah. There's a lot of like different elements of of mystery. Like 
you know, like you, like some of the crew members, like you want to find out like what happened to them, like yeah. what put them into this state. Love that. The metal stuff, it's like what happened with them. There are things that your captain says now and then. And it's like, are you telling me everything? Or are you holding stuff back? Waylon Yutani, you know, yeah. like, he's on the take. Right. Like Sage. I don't even, you know, like I don't even know yet. Like, mm-hmm. but it seems like he knew more than he let on. Yeah. Right. Cool. So, um, and then yeah, just did things like. Yeah, you know, the fish when they were researching when they before you got down there because they left you up mm-hmm. uh, in this 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 the ship originally because it's like well it's a dead planet we don't need a biologist but then they find these fish and they're like well the fish were afraid of the drone and that's weird because mm-hmm. usually like animals aren't afraid of things yeah, unless it. they have a reason to see the other way around yeah. Or- uh, I feel like a lot of this will hinge on the payoff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, do you get a ray gun? No guns. Okay. Uh, well, there are enemies with guns, but not for you though. I haven't had any okay. kind of just combat curious. or anything. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think it needs that. I'm just curious. You know, it is pretty cool to see gun? like a oh, giant fun. hole through a rock though. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Cool blood. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, Sounds sound interesting. Sounds really fun, blood. All right, now it's time to talk about Goaty, the Goaty. What? Warcraft Rumble. Oh. <laughs> Huber's addicted to Warcraft Rumble. I'm pretty addicted. Actually yeah. addicted. He told me he almost spent like $30. I spent $27. You spent, tw- okay, I don't even know how this works, dude. Tell me about Warcraft Rumble, what, what it is for everyone out there. All right, so Warcraft Rumble, it's only on mobile right now, and you collect Warcraft figures, so little minis. So annoying, dude. Yeah, I love them. They exactly. look so sick. They're all, <laughs> dude. I have the fucking like orc grunts. Dude, yeah, dude. Okay, hold dude, on. My so, army is sick. Yeah, hold on. Um, what hero did you get first? First, I started with the goblin and the mech Sneed or whatever. Oh, because like it did random ones. Yeah. Okay, so just for everyone at home, like you have units, but you also have like a hero unit that mm-hmm. costs more. Yeah. I got like um. You know, like the, the dragons that have the four legs and the like Black Rock Mountain. Yeah. I got one of those guys, nice. dude. I was like, sick, bro. I have Grimash. That is tight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kristen has um, uh, the guy from um, Skolomance, Baron, dude. Oh yeah, or Stratholme. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was like, dude, I want Baron, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want the undead guys. And there's like Tyrion. I have Jaina. I have like I skipped Tyrion. Bloodhoof. Dude, yeah, I want yeah. I want undead guys. Twenty seven dollars, you can start getting a lot of these. No, <laughs> dude. No, so the microtransactions they fucked me. This is why. So playing the game, everything's fine, and the way they do it, the bean counters at Blizzard, they know exactly how to get you. It's they got me. They got me so hard. Here's how. Here's how this went down. Playing the game, having a blast. Hey, you've unlocked a limited time thing in the shop. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's only $2. I'm like, okay, two bucks. Yeah. Let's go. Starting this game out, I'm into it. Yeah. Play for a few more hours. You've unlocked a limited time thing for even more stuff because... What was it? What's like the limited time stuff? It's like some characters, uh, a bunch of gold. Okay. What's the gold for? So there's the shop, and you can use the gold to buy like minis. Characters? Yeah, okay. the characters. And then you can use it to buy, like, level-ups. Or, like, le- experience Level points, up your basically. characters. Yeah, because leveling up really matters. Yeah. So it's like they were smart enough to know what's going to hold you back 
Yeah. So is by it like the time an, is the it like shop... an XP boost or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like that you you play enough to know oh this is how it's this I'm gonna be like really slowed down now and it's like hey spend two dollars spend five dollars yeah and then there's like the big the, so I bought a two and a five and then there's like the main twenty dollar one which is like permanent buffs forever. You just get more gold, you get more bucks. XP, and a ton of gold. Yeah. Like, I don't... Like, so, I don't, that's, I'm done spending! Yeah. Because I already have all the I characters. I don't think, like, dude, if you're going to play this game for a long yeah. time, it's like, and it's permanent, like, yeah. 20 bucks, like, whatever. Exactly. So I'm in for 27. I've already played, like, at least five, six, seven hours. Well, let's hope they don't be Darth Vader and alter the deal and be I like, know. now it's not permanent. Yeah. Psych. Uh, let's let's talk. Let's explain what the game actually yeah. is. So you get your your characters. Uh, you have your leader, and you have your six characters in your army. So you have seven characters, and then kobolds as well in in all the yeah. armies or whatever. Yep. So basically, a map starts. Uh, there's like Azeroth is the map, and then you play, and you every time you beat a level, you get a token, and then. When you get enough tokens, you can unlock another part of the map. And that's kind of the single-player progression. Mm -hmm. So really good single-player progression. And a match starts, and you're constantly gaining gold up to 10. And each unit costs gold. And you basically have, like, your your tower is, like, your your ballista is, like, your home base. And yeah, it's then like a fountain in a MOBA. Yeah. When it's dead, it's, like, over, I think. And then there'll be a boss character at the other side that you have to kill. And just they're sending enemies your way. You're yeah. sending enemies this There's way. Like There's usually a two lanes. Usually two lanes, three lanes. They mix it up, mm -hmm. so like pretty good level mm -hmm. variety. Nothing crazy. I did like that. Some of the like the early levels were like just a really straight shot lane, but some of them had curves later on. Some yeah. of them had like high, high ground. ground and stuff like that. High ground will get you. You know they get those damn dwarf riflemen up there. It's like ooh harsh. Um, so then, so yeah, you're you're just sending. They also have like tow ballistic towers as well. If you take those out, you can start spawning in your army there, which is huge. And there's like little meeting stones too you can spawn. So you're like gaining ground. Mm -hmm. And that's clutch too because it's like you, you start spawning right near their boss and it's like you just flood them. Yeah, you them. can flood them. Um, there's also gold veins and treasure chests on the map mm -hmm. that continually respawn. Both teams can get those, and um, to get the gold, you have to send, like, your kobold there. It's one gold cost. Mm -hmm. They die in one hit, usually. So, like... It's just gotta, a quick... Uh, uh, really a way to get helps. gold quickly. Yeah. yeah, You can get, like, one gold, two gold, or whatever, mm -hmm. and then the chest, like, will give you two gold. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like, each boss has, like, usually a different ability, you know? I fought, I fought bosses that have, like toxic aura around there so every time you go in you're just like getting burned to death or bosses that will like every once in a while they'll just like buff their entire army so like pretty good boss variety i really like yeah definitely yeah i recognize like a lot of the guys exactly this the, is the problem for this yeah, game for me exactly. is because i recognize like all these characters and i'm like yep. damn dude <laughs> yeah. i just want to see them in their cool little toy yeah. form like i'm obsessed with my army like i'm obsessed with it it's so cool looking I uh, got like the the ogre magi. You're like shit, shooting dude. My head. That's yeah. awesome. I got like some tauren who can like charge in with the totem. Like wow. <laughs> I have like a troll headhunter, dude. The trolls He's are sick. sick. You put them behind the tanks and yeah. they just fucking red. Like, so 
I'm I'm curious about this because I don't really understand. So, like, do are certain units more effective against other ones? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So lame. Yeah. So they'll be like, you're you're. I mean, it's like to a degree. Yeah. So you like have it's your not tanks. necessarily like rock paper scissors. I yeah. think. So like my orc grunts are like really good tanks. They soak up a ton of damage. The troll headhunters are really fragile, but they can take out air, air units. units. Yeah. They can snipe from the back ground units. Really, really good, but they're squishy, so you got to protect them. The ogre magi can like give bloodlust to Sick. his allies. What? Yeah, bloodlust? It's, it's insane. Oh. You start leveling up. You know, you level it. This is where you can. The game will really slow down and the grind begins. It, but the progression's been really nice for a while. Uh, but your character's levels really matter because you level up and you get more damage and more health, which is essential. And then if you collect stars for each character, this is where they get this you too. Scary. This mm. is the scary part. Okay. So say you have your orc grunts. If you collect another orc grunt from the shop or a reward, you'll get a star. Once you get three stars, they'll go from like common to uncommon. Oh no. Then they mm. then you get a talent. Oh then you a get talent? A, yeah. And there's three talent tiers. Wow. After you get three stars for the first one though, the next one is ten. Ooh. It gets like I yeah, to yeah. like this is yeah. like a hundreds of hours yeah. to like fully max Never out. Never ending. Your army, yeah. Then like uh, so there's that, just like the main campaign, which is like pretty friendly. Ran into a couple like tough yeah, bosses. I've only done like four or five things right yeah, now, but, but it's, it's pretty fun. friendly. Yeah, and the matches aren't like too long. Couple minutes long. Yeah, nice and chill. I've been like brute forcing a lot so far, but I know once you get a ton of tokens, you unlock a heroic campaign. Wow, sick. Probably, I didn't know that. Yeah, because like, more strategy there. It's cool here because like you start in like that one zone, they're all like World of Warcraft zones. I'm exactly. like, damn you. Exactly. Damn yeah. The Badlands. Yeah, I'm, I'm at like, the Barrens. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm sweating. Yeah. There's. I'm spending 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because then you get a shit ton of gold and like to buy a unit in the shop is like 90 gold. Yeah. And you just like buy. They're going to add some buy, unit buy, that I want buy. from yeah. like Warcraft 3. I'm just yeah. like, dude. They got me. They're not Arthas down the line. I was like, oh, God. Totally. <laughs> so there's the main campaign. There's quests, which are. Dailies? Uh,. I feel like there's unlimited quests. Quests are basically just like replay a mission to like help level up your oh, okay. units or whatever. To grind a little thing. bit. Um, there's other like every couple days, two zones will be like special, and you play those and it'll give you like random units, mm -hmm. which is fun. And that's another way to like just make some more cash. Uh, there's PvP, which I've done. I'm like 4 0. Wow, brute force. My, my pay to win, dude. Pay to win. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, not, it's actually not pay to win because uh, right the, the PvP parameters change every week. Right now, it's all skill-based. It's like, you know, no level advantages. Everyone's level one. Nice and chill. It's on, like, AV. Next week's a around. No, it's Battlegrounds? Yeah, next week is uh, Rathy Basin. Oh, my I God. Know, Lumber Mill, dude. Out of control. Um... This is disgusting. It is. I'm offended. It is. <laughs> yeah. So matches can be like really quick, you know, a couple minutes. Uh, there's PvP. Those have their own insane sets of rewards. Right. And then dungeons I unlocked at 30 dungeons. tokens. Yeah. Dunge so dungeons are three in a row. You do three maps. 
What's really cool is before each map, you get like an artifact that will change how your army works. So oh. it'll be like, yo, your tanks cost one less. Oh. Or uh, every time. It's like Mythic Plus. Yeah, every time you spawn your leader, you gain like extra gold, just like all these little Affix. weird trinkets. Cool. Yeah. Um, when you finish a dungeon, you upgrade your army. So what that means is you have your leader and then there's like, you know how you like slot in your minis? Yeah. So you have your leader here and then you slot in your six minis. minis. Yeah. Basically, the uh, like you upgrade your army by putting like anyone in this slot gains a level. I see. And those will be like a horde unit or like a duo unit or a fast unit. So like you take advantage of that. Those can go up like to, to plus three is the max. Mm -hmm. But you'll be grinding those dungeons for yeah, a while. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, my army's all horde, obviously, for the horde. Um, there's guild rewards, but only 15 players max. Super annoying. Yeah, what is this? Like guild reward? Like how do you do yeah. how's the guild work? So it's just like your guild is there and then every time they play, they're like upgrading to the points of the guild and it goes up to like 3,000 points or something. Mm -hmm. And like the first tier is Sylvanas where we've almost got Sylvanas. Dude, I gotta get in the guild. Yeah, I know. Don't <laughs> kick someone out. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'll get someone, in there. Someone's dude. getting kicked. Um... And yeah, things are just always like popping off, you know, the dopamine of the mobile shit. Yeah, like I'm, I'm on Sylvanas. Yeah, I'm getting suckered in. But like, oh, aside no. from all that, cut through the noise, like it is just a fun, easy, I think it's a simple, fun game you can just play with your thumb. Exactly. It is exactly, you know, I, I don't care for mobile games that really, but you know, when a, when a mobile game is Warcraft or like something I'm attached to, and you can play in a couple minutes. Because, like, yo, yeah. Hearthstone on your phone, like... Could last. It can last. Some of those matches take a yeah. long time. They're burning every, the rope. Yeah, every single match in this is, like, a couple minutes at most. Yeah, at most. Yeah. It's a good pace. I do appreciate that. Yeah. But pretty much, I'm just, like, putting my armies down, like, my minions down. I'm just, like, flooding it, you Sick. know? Just brute forcing, and that's basically the game. Um, can you tell me, do you remember what dungeon you did? It doesn't say. It's oh, just okay. like a dungeon. I was hoping it'd be like yeah. a dungeon dungeon. Like Skullamance. Yeah, or... I was hoping it would be like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. But, What's the downside here, Gruber? Besides probably ridiculous microtransactions. Yeah. Um, there hasn't been a lot of strategy, really. It just, just has been. For now. Yeah, it just has been a lot of brute force. Um, you pretty much level up the units you're using. So if you do get caught later on... And needing something else, leveling up other characters seems like it'll be a pain in the ass. There are ways around that, though, but it's like daily stuff, you know? Yeah. It's meant to keep you playing forever. Yeah, so, you know, it's always like my complaint in a Souls game, where it's like, yo, I've been investing in this weapon for so long, like, I want to use other things, but, like, I don't have the resources mm -hmm. because I needed to mm -hmm. level up the right. weapon I'm using. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's a little bit of a bummer, but they try to help you out with all the rewards that are popping off and obviously, you know, enticing you to spend more money. <laughs> like, Damn, dude. Yeah. All right. But you enticed me. Yeah, but I'm really <laughs> enjoying it. Uh, in the guild, too, like when you're on the world map, you see people that are online and like where they are. Oh, like, that's playing. sick, yeah. dude. Oh, and raids are not there yet. They're coming soon. Oh my God. I think the raids are like... It better be with, Molten Core first. Yeah. 
And I think it's co-op stuff. I'm not sure. Dude, I forget what they said. What? Yeah. If the raids are co-op, like then I'm we're sucked in. Yeah. Yeah. If they do like real raids, like Moon yeah. Core, then Blackwing Lair, then yeah. Naxxramas, I'm gonna be like, no, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to not spend another dollar. I think I'm good actually because I've got the army I want. You know, I spent twenty. I I legit have unlocked Ogres, every single. Yeah. There's fifty four troops. Mm-hmm. Bunch of heroes. I've unlocked everything. Yeah. Um, like, also, I think it's kind of cool that not everything you have is like a unit unit, like not yeah. a character. Like I have Chain Lightning, and I like put that on the ground. Like you're, psh, you're about zaps to. everyone, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna get probably like Death and Decay or you know something like that. You know what but I got? What'd you get? Execute. Whoa. Yeah, dude. Execute. Because I had, dude, I had Skeletal Warriors, <laughs> which I was rocking, and you can spawn them anywhere Sick. on the map. You don't even need a point. You can spawn them anywhere. That's so if awesome. like, you need some reinforcements, it's like, you have skeletons, but like they were pretty, pretty weak. squishy. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I was like, dude, I got to get like something else. Execute, same thing. It's like you can use it anywhere, and map, it's just yeah. like, it's just, it's just big, big damage. Sword yeah, it's like chain lightning. Like, yeah, it's like, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, so, I need to like. I hope it eviscerates in the game or something. <laughs> I haven't seen. I, I need to eviscerate. I need to eviscerate max combo points. Yeah. So I think Blizzard is the best spell. It's like six gold. Oh, okay. And it's like yeah. Of course, of course. It's a mage yeah. thing. Of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> Blizzard, exactly. It's a mage spell. Of course, it's the of best. Course, filthy mages. mages. Yeah, filthy mages. All right, dude. Boy, well, this box. got me annoyingly hyped. And yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. I was kind of annoyed that I spent. 27 bucks, but I always compare it to like video games. Yeah, whatever, dude. You're games playing are it. 70, and yeah, I'm if like, you're, if they're playing a game, I'm committed. Yeah. And you're not spending more than yeah. you would spend on the game. Yeah. It's, yeah. I feel it's, like that's a fair yeah. cost. It was so funny. When we got to BlizzCon, we were sitting in the hall waiting for the thing to start. Yeah. And he just starts downloading it. Immediately. And he goes, I'm addicted. Immediately. <laughs> the <laughs> tutorial. I played the tutorial. Yeah, I'm addicted. One thing. I'm, like, I'm addicted. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's over. It was so good, man. Yeah. But hell yeah. Warcraft Rumble. Who would have yeah. thought we'd be so into it? Yeah. And just like, yeah, like, like, the, like Jones... With Star Wars, oh and my stuff. god, we gotta f- talk I to know. Jones about this. Get because Jones in the you're, guild. yeah, because you're just like building your army up, and it's like so addicting. Jones build them up. We'll play too. Oh well, dude, will. we gotta call. I wish we could yeah. call him live right now and just ask. That part's kind of annoying. Is the daily rewards is like whack? Well, no, they're really good. You can do nine of them. It's like you do three, you get one, you do three, you get one, you do three, you get one, and then it resets at midnight. Mm. So it's like after that expires, it's like when you're playing, it's like you're not, it's not as like time effective, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which is probably pretty good if you play like nine things a day. Yeah. But it's, but again, I'm level like 10 and 11 or so with all my characters, and now it's like, a grind. Yeah, it's gonna grind. You're hitting the wall. It's a yep. grind. Yep. So like, yeah, and again, leveling up, like, when I put in execute, it was like level three or four, and it's like, dude, I gotta grind this execute up, because it's so weak, and like mm-hmm. that's kind of annoying. Yeah, like, of course. They yeah. want you to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a game that, like, is so addicting, you just want to, like, play, and, like, unlock all the whole map, but it's also, like, yo, a mobile game, you need yeah, to, like, yeah. keep it. You need it. to gotta do your chores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, it is time for some emails, our final segment on this show. If you would like to send an email, join us on patreon.com slash these fast 
Blah, I can't talk. <laughs> slash Easy Allies. Uh, $5 and up, you can send in questions to this show. The Easy Allies podcast. Reaction shots. Uh, Fast and Loose is actually a dollar, I believe, too, right? That's a dollar? Or is that $5? Uh, I think it's 5 now. Okay, yeah. it's 5 Everything's 5 5 alive. 5 alive. First question is from Steve G. I just finished Jusant. And what nice. struck me about it was not just how much I enjoyed the game, but how different it is from Don't Nod's previous works. Hmm. It's got me thinking about developers who excel in different genres, like Team Asobi making both Plague Tale games and Microsoft Flight Simulator. What different genres would the Allies like to see their favorite developers tackle? A FromSoft combat sports game? A Sony Santa Monica first-person shooter? Love and respect. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been saying that for a bit, like... I want to see a Sucker Punch or Naughty Dog or Sony Santa Monica, like, do something lighter. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Man, I'd really like to see Naughty Dog tackle Souls game, how they would do it. That'd be that, really interesting. That rips, Brad. Yeah, that's... Sick. That'd be probably pretty crazy. Yeah. Because, like, when you think about, yeah, the range that, like, Insomniac has, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... Spider-Man can be both funny and serious, you know. Mm-hmm. But then you like look at something like Sunset Overdrive and just like crazy over the top. Yeah, they had and Clank, VR crazy games and yeah. stuff. Song Sony, of the yeah, deep. some of those. Yeah, some of those VR games were like on the moody side of things. Yeah, yeah. Resistance. Yeah, which you know, I miss it. Yeah. What do you think, Huber? What, well, who would you like to see make something a little unusual? A remedy dating sim. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's very unusual. Yeah. Could happen, I guess. They're making a million games, so why not? Yeah. Fair enough, dude. I'm trying to think who else would I like to see make something like a team specifically? Ooh. Insomniac Roguelite. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. They could probably do a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Now anyone, I want to see anyone Roguelite. Or now like, I want to see From Software do a Roguelite. Yeah. yeah. From Software. Oh, yeah, for sure. From Software. Metroidvania. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Make that. Yes. It kind of is hard for me. You can put from software and any and genre, any and I'm like, fair, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Make that. But yes, yeah. that would be sick. Because like, yeah. I could see that in my head, them making that. And a Blizzard roguelite. Yeah. That mm-hmm. fits. Yeah. Like, they have like modes kind of in right. WoW expansions, like semi roguelite ish, mm. but like, yeah. they would crush I that. really want them to make like a turn based RPG. Mm-hmm. Like, I think of Sea of Stars, but it's a Warcraft universe. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Like an undead rogue character or something like that. Your mm-hmm. orc warrior character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be awesome. All right. This is from Colin Luton. Hello. Now that the Holy Quadrilogy. Quadrilogy of AAA third-person action horror games of 2023 is out, rank them. Least favorite to favorite. Callisto Protocol, Dead Space Remake, Resident Evil 4, Alan Wake 2. That's theirs, I believe. I promise I will hold no hard feelings if Alan Wake 2 isn't your number one. Callisto was last year, right? No, it was this year. Was it? It was the very beginning of this year, wasn't it? Or was it December of last year? I thought it was December. It It might have been December of last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's nominated. It, it's T- eligible TGAs. to be nominated. <laughs> yes, for TGAs. Um, I like that game more than most, but it is dead last. Yes, it is. Yeah. Then it's Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I haven't decided Alan Wake or Resident Evil yet. Sure. I mean, yeah, like we talked about it, you know, they're just so different. Yeah, it's just like what things. kind of flavor of ice cream do you like? Like, 
Alan Wake 2 took bigger swings and was a little more risky and a little more innovative with just how it was presented. But at the same time, Resident Evil 4 Remake to me has like the single greatest combat in a third person fucking survival horror Mm. game ever. Like up there with maybe even surpassing Last of Us Part 2. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, I haven't decided. It's too, still too fresh. I don't know. Yeah, I think Callisto is my least favorite on that list. Yeah. I'd say Resident Evil 4 is my favorite. As so much said, replayability. As you said. Yeah. Perfect game. It is. It seriously <laughs> is. It, like, actually is. Um, there's so much content there. Like, there's so... like. Damiani yeah. beat that thing like nine times. Just all the unlockables, the mercenaries, separate ways. Mm-hmm. It ran perfectly. Uh, the combat. Oh my god, the combat. In terms of <laughs> Alan Wake and Dead Space, I don't know what those two yet. Hmm. I'm not sure which one I liked more. Wow. Because they're, like you said, so different. Yeah. To me, it's like... Alan Wake is more story focused with a great atmosphere, but I think Dead Space has a really good atmosphere too. Yeah, and I did. It's it's tough because I like the design of Dead Space, but I like the design of Alan Wake yeah. too. So I don't know. Hmm. For me, Dead Space is one of my favorite games ever. Yeah, but it, like it. There were parts when it dragged a little bit, mm, a little sure. bit. Yeah, yeah. I get and just that. like the the walls of the Ishimura were just. Like, <laughs> yeah, know, that's fair. Like, totally, uh, totally. Yeah. What about you, Blood? Um, that you've played. Yeah, because I haven't, I haven't caught up on Dead Space Remake or Resident Evil 4 Remake yet, so <laughs> it's like, it's pretty simple. <laughs> like, oh my god, I can't wait to play Resident Evil. It's yeah. Alan Wake for blood! Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Holy crap, yeah. I can't wait for I mean, that Resident one. Evil is still installed, I think, right now. Hell so yeah, yeah, just it need is to get blood. to it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is blood. It's ridiculous. But yeah, regardless, survival horror fans, we eating good. Complete local saturation. Complete local mm. saturation. We're we're living good. Dude, Wesker and Mercs, my God. My God. So sick. All right, final question from Sekiro505. Hello, allies. When Unreal Engine 5 was first shown, I thought to myself, this is going to be the new engine for everything. Now after playing RE4 Remake, Alan Wake 2, and Dead Space Remake with their respective engines on display, I don't want that. The engines are so beautiful and thought out. Mm-hmm. What engines this gen have you geeking out? I mean, RE, RE obviously. RE engine is, is like, like the goat, and yeah. there's like a new one coming out. Yeah, like a new RE engine. Right. It's like the goat yeah. to me. It's like maybe my favorite ever. It's it it so reminds good. me of uh, what Fox Engine. Oh, Fox oh, Engine. Sure. The last time I was like obsessed. Yeah. With an engine, yeah. <laughs> with like graphics yeah. and shit. It's like Fox Engine, RE um, engine now. I think the Decima engine. Which is really nice, yeah. which is yeah. Horizon and um, yep. Death Stranding. Definitely. Very impressive. Definitely. Um, I'm trying to think. Northlight's sick. It's Alan Wake. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, What did um, Hi-Fi Rush use, I wonder? Mm, I'm not I sure. Really don't know. Maybe it was Unreal. I have no idea. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what it used. Yeah, shit. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, Like... God of War and Last of Us are in-house yeah. right, too, right? Yeah. I don't know if they even have I think named so. engines yeah, I think necessarily. Yeah. But somebody probably Those are knows. impressive, yeah. Definitely. Whatever Spider-Man's doing. Too. I miss the Order 1880s. Yeah, actually <laughs> Insomniac I just miss it all is the time. killing it with yeah, oh, the bal- tech? balancing like yeah. performance and quality yeah, they on are, that stuff. That's so good. Yeah. yeah, they're insane. They're insane. 
First party, baby. Mm-hmm. They know what they're, they're doing. First party money. Yeah, absolutely. Naughty Dog, yeah. You bet, dude. You bet. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, see, and I, feel like, I feel like Alan Wake 2 is an expensive game, but like, it's, yeah. For the space it's in, it seems like it's on the cheaper end. They should, yeah, I think re- so. Just release the budget as a flex. I feel like it would shock people it that it's <laughs> not like three, four hundred million. I could see it being like, like the original Hellblade, right? Yeah. You know? Exactly. Like, release it as a flex. It's a crazy, Tell us. impressive game made by a very small yes. group of people. I, yeah, I wonder if Alan Wake's like 80 million or 100 million. That's what it feels like, yeah. Yeah, th- it seems like Remedy is just good working on a budget, mm-hmm. which is. Uh, an incredible yeah. skill that that's is why, undervalued. <laughs> yeah, that's why you know no physical release. Like I get it. They, they were like, you know, they were they were penny pinching, they penny pinching, squeezing dude. it all but the yeah, way. It is cool to see unique engines like uh, Cyberpunk. They use the Witcher engine, I think. Yeah, the red it's engine. Based off that, yeah, they're moving. They're away. moving away from it. Yeah. But yeah, really interesting. Really interesting stuff. They definitely pushed a lot in that. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I'll they say. pushed some things too far. But. I'll say. I'll say. <laughs> they got there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't played Cyberpunk yet, it's yeah. like the Night best time. Yeah, Night it's the best time. Yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Frame Trap, though. Some good stuff on here. I got the most hype for Warcraft Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, it's bad, dude. Oh, this God. is bad. Someone's getting kicked. I got to, like, take a cold shower or something, <laughs> dude. To, like, I got to relax. Thinking about my little unit boys. Yeah. It's when you level up, Grimash levels up and he like he's like ah, with his axe. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, this that's is, so sick. This dude. is hard. That is so sick. Yeah. All right, uh, Michael. Yes. Bloodworth. Thanks for being here. I enjoyed this episode. As always, thank you for watching and listening, everybody. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.